Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot Show. I am the host, Brandon. It is not a Sunday, so therefore that means I do have a guest on. My guest is the most unreliable person I've ever had. <laughs> Come on the show, <laughs> Mr. Reschedule on a day's notice. It is karaoke, Chris Moore. How you doing, Chris? I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm proud of myself for uh, uh, for for getting up here when I said I would, and uh, I'm not going to hold myself to the last time that I had to reschedule. It's just uh, it's it's a it's very freeing to just yeah. I'm a one day reschedule guy. Yeah. I just remember messaging you. I'm like, oh, is there anything off limits? And you're like, yeah, can we reschedule? <laughs> yeah, the the uh, yeah, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just reschedule that. We're not gonna do that. I gotta come up with my list of things we cannot talk about. <laughs> no, I actually had to reschedule. It was on the last. I had my buddy Nick, who's coming on tomorrow. I had to reschedule him the day of because like last Wednesday, I had like a delivery and stuff. I felt like horrible. So how many have you had now? I, I mean, guests? Not, yeah, guests. Oh. Uh, Lauren, Jake, Devin, Casey, Dan. So you're number okay. six. Yeah, then Nick will be seven. My friend Lady Aaron's coming on in May, right okay. before Mother's Day. So she'd be eight unless I get somebody else. I've had trying to get Dave, who used to be my drummer, trying to get him to come on, but he's horrible. He's he's far worse than you are, so. Dave, uh, <laughs> is that the, the guy who, that Port, the guy's, or he was from Portsmouth? I don't yeah. know if he's still down there. No, nah, he's up this way now. That's the guy who was in everybody's band there for a while. Yeah, he played in quite a few. He was in like with Modern Saints. He was with yeah. us in Desert Lights and all that fun stuff. I was hoping that we'd get to the uh, get to Modern Saints at some point today. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it'd come in the first couple of minutes. <laughs> um, but that was a band that I really I remember that I remember that drummer. Yeah. So I, I remember Dave. Yeah. Um, See, I only ever saw him play once. It was at a third Thursday at Steins. And I didn't know Dave, Aaron, or Celia or any of them yet. I knew Ankrum and I knew Bashir a little okay. bit. So that's all I really knew. But I like watched him like, oh my God, this is something that's happening in Portsmouth. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Like they were they were really, really good. Yeah. Um and so I saw them I think I mean I saw them at Steins. I don't think it was more I think it was the maybe it was maybe it was twi twice, but I vividly remember the one time I saw them and because uh, I, I have a I, I remember having this conversation with with Casey way back when it was just like um, you know I can appreciate local musicians especially local musicians trying to get out there but there still is mm -hmm. some stuff that's that's fun to listen to and there's yeah. some stuff that's not so much fun to listen <laughs> to and 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 modern Saints were so good and mm -hmm. I, I I remember being at that show and then one or two um, rehearsals. And then they, I don't know, they split up for some reason. I, I mean, you I, I went to Italy. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Um, and it was such a bummer because like that was the one band you, you, you watch them playing. Like, hey, I could, I could see that in mm -hmm. a club or I could see that. I could go to Cincinnati and see that, yeah. that, that band. They, yeah, they would really not have been out of place at all. Yeah. That was, uh, that was always the downside of playing with Celia. It was like anytime you felt like you got momentum. She'd go to Italy, or she got into her doctorate program up here at OSU, and then it's like, oh, it's kind of right pain in the ass to get going together and all that stuff. She's again. so ridiculously talented. Mm -hmm. Jonathan is so ridiculously talented. I yeah. thought I actually kind of thought he was a cool lead guitar front guy yeah. type. Like he just he kind of had some of those. Yeah, he, he he knew he he knew how to perform. He did, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I if you asked me to 
name even one song or even name one one lyric. I couldn't at this point yeah. now, but there the memory of Modern Saints is burned into my brain yeah. as as a cool band that just never yeah. that never happened. They they had two people in that band that you couldn't stop watching. I yeah. thought so. Anyway, which That's is what, so rare. Um, I know one song just because the. That was the name of the band. It was also one of the name of the songs. Modern Saints is actually mm. one of their songs too. And I think one of the band. I think Aliens, another song that was theirs originally. It's not a contest. You don't yeah. have to. Well, because the only reason I one. know is because we played Aliens and Desert Lights. Ah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think that's why I know. I think I would have to double check with yeah. them if that was the case. But yeah. But yeah, that I remember the show I watched to them. Um, I can't remember how they start, but then. It's like a little like piano by itself, uh-huh. or maybe Aaron is over there doing whatever on guitar, and all Jonathan does is light himself up a cigarette, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then goes right. It's just the, the cool guy move. Yeah. And so, it should, yeah. I guess I, it should be noted too that Aaron and my memory of Aaron is that he was kind of he, I mean, just where he was positioned physically was kind of like in the background, but you could tell. Mm-hmm. And he was he playing multiple instruments, like he was he doing. Would, a, he was doing a whole bunch with the sound, like everything. Him was like he's very. With he's it. like yeah, he's very much like ambiance when he plays. Yeah, like you know, it's not. He says he does like he doesn't know how to play like he guitar solo. So many good parts. Like oh yeah, and I, I could talk about Celia and Jonathan forever, but like yeah. Aaron was. Aaron was mm-hmm. so it was so cool in yeah. that band. Me and, just so many cool parts. Yeah, me and Dave always wanted to do a Rage Against Machine cover band. Just like <laughs> I have think fun. you've told me about that before. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, yeah. so like, and we're like, oh, who would be Morello? It's like it has to be Aaron. We'd have to get Aaron to do that because have, he yeah. could do the Morello things. Yes. Like that's why he kind of has that mind of this is how I can create that sound or something like that. Maybe there, not to the level of Morello, and he won't. But he's make the a, only one who could. Make, yeah. make a. Yeah, if we're doing like a Portsmouth thing, like that's the only person take I would a trust. run at it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's the only person I would trust to do something. Anything, and, anything more useless than a rage cover <laughs> band? That would be. Yeah. I mean, right? It would yeah. be like you heard, it was one of those where you hear the first couple of chords. Yeah, I think of, it was like one of those. Like it was start off in our. It's like oh, maybe we we'll do like some rage songs, and then eventually like, it breaks down. Like maybe we'll do some root songs, or like more like you know, just like fuck. Let's let's have like a uh, oh shit, um, neo soul band in Portsmouth. <laughs> a whole bunch of white I would have gone to that. I would have gone to that. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I would have gone. Of to course, that. I would have been the rapper. So. <laughs> You would have had to have been the rapper. Yeah. You said, there's got to be a rapper. When I uh, learned to play the bass, Comerford from Rage was who I basically really? co- emulated everything. Really? Yeah. So that's why I always said, like, weirdly, Desert Lights, for what they sounded like, was, a, like, influenced by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> 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 because, like, I, I read these things with Comerford because, yeah, that's, like, how I learned to play was, like, just listen to Comerford. That is an unbelievable way to throw people off the scent. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, yeah. You'll never sell any tickets that way. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. It's yeah. fun to say it. Like, oh, yeah, go, huh? Wait, we're, what? We're influenced by Radiohead, the XX, uh, Tori Amos, and uh, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, music. That's what I figured Like most of this episode is going to be about is a lot of talk about music because that's where we kind of connected. That uh, That is true. That <laughs> That is absolutely true. And, uh, of course, I mean, I, I I've thought that could be the case uh uh today um but honestly like i i i've been i feel like i've been cramming (laughs) (laughs) since since we we first talked about this and then and then um you know and then since when i canceled i still (laughs) i still had to cram a little bit because i just don't listen to music the way that i used to Mm -hmm. i used to do it in a way that it was it was primary right like it was the thing that i but wasn't doing my job. I wasn't doing my day. My day job. Like yeah. the primary thing I was doing was either look, listening to music, 
reading about music, yeah. trying to find new music. And I just, I don't do that anymore, mainly because it's a, that's a young person's game, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and um, I, I, I realized... I got to the point where I had so much, I'd collected so much. And of course now I, that the collection of music is not a thing because you can access it. Mm-hmm. Well, you can access it a couple ways, but you can access everything. Yeah. Um, but the collection, I, would, I wasn't enjoying it the way that you would hope. Yeah. You know, when you, when you first picked up a Hold Steady record yeah. uh, and you listened to it, even if you, if you knew what you were getting into or you didn't know what you were getting into, when you heard it, you are like, I love this. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, <laughs> when I was younger, I'd say, I love this, and I would kind of get it in my brain, and then that was it. Then mm-hmm. I didn't pick it up again. And that didn't – eventually, as I got older, it did not feel super good. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to just want to listen to stuff that I liked when I was young because that sucks because we know people who are like that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's not the way, but I, the way that I go about finding new music now is completely different. Like, mm-hmm. at this point now, if I see them, right, or if I – uh, I can I can see something on TV or hear something like that gets me going through a place like I'm not actively looking for, you know the the, the new records like we, I think you told me when the new Hold Steady album came out a mm. while back, um, and I did, had no idea it was coming out. Yeah. Um, and then you when I walked in the door today you asked me if I listened to it. I, I haven't <laughs> listened to it yet either. Uh, the funny thing I I it's it's funny because I um I realized I was missing new albums of bands that I like. Mm-hmm. And there was a one day, and I didn't know, and I, I, I know I'm part of the problem, but I still have Spotify. Um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know they had like a little section. If you scroll down on your homepage, they got a little section there where they'll tell you, you know, based on your algorithm, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, some new releases that you would like. And so I can't remember who it was. The New, por- the new Pornographers was one of them, and I, used, I love the New Pornographers. I think they're great. And there was another band that I just... Man, I lo- maybe it was the Hold Steady. Maybe, mm. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but then I, I'm kind of scrolling through the list, like, it was, it was, it was Lucero. Mm. Um, I'm looking through this, so I'm like, I love these bands. Mm-hmm. I go see these bands anytime I get a chance. But now I'm to the point, either in my life or how I experience music, where <laughs> I, I have no idea when they're even releasing new music. Yeah. I kind of hate that, because you don't want to be the guy who doesn't know the new stuff. Mm. It's not at all cool, yeah. but... Because I get, I feel the same way. Because like a Lucero just released a new record mm, six weeks ago, two months ago. I like that record. Yeah. By the way. The, just on, oh yeah. The, it's I like want a much to be more on the record. Yeah. It's like it's much more like kind of a throwback to. It is. Yeah. Like their last few records. I know like the, I can't remember what's called. Like that's the problem. I don't even like. I feel like they released a new record. All of a sudden, I feel like it's been three months, and I'm like, hey, we got a new record coming out, and it's been two years. I'm like. Fuck. I have. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. I haven't even listened to the last record. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> I have right. it, but I haven't listened to it. Yep. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, I think that's the first band me and you talked about. Because I actually have a funny story. Because I have, I'm not sure how much you've listened to the podcast. I've talked about how uh, I have like an incredible thing with faces and names. Yep. Like, I remember anybody when I see them. Like, I listen it, to the podcast, by the way. Okay. Caught up all the way? I am not caught up all the way. Yeah. I actually, you told me when I canceled. How long ago did I cancel? Was that a month ago? A uh, couple weeks. A couple weeks, weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm that far behind because you told me you were going to make fun of me until I came back. And I did not want to have to deal with that live. <laughs> so I, I I think I'm like three weeks behind. Okay. But yes, I do listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, the first time I remember seeing you, you used to, I think part of your job then, this is, God, this is probably 2010. 
you had to sit in in the weight room at Shawnee State <laughs> yes. and like just basically make yeah. sure people weren't killing themselves. I well, think I think that's what your job was. No, kind of. Or it was like I a weightlifting class. Weightlifting class. That's yeah. all right. But yes, it was essentially the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's when I'd go in there and like work out, and like there was a couple times I noticed you were like looking directly at me. I was like. Why is this guy fucking staring at me? You know, I'm like, am I doing this wrong? Am I gonna hurt myself? And I think it's probably because I was either wearing like a Lucero hat or I was wearing like mm, a Lucero that shirt while I was working out. Been the case, yes. Yeah, like where's that? And then like, because it was like a couple years later, you're at the pub with Casey, mm-hmm. and like, I'm wearing my Lucero hat at work. He's like, you're like, I fucking love that hat. And that's when we start talking about Lucero. Yeah. I'm like, and it kind of always done like maybe that's why I look over and it seems like kind of looking at me like side eyes. easily could have been the case yeah. or like, i may have thought that you were going to kill yourself either yeah, way probably, one yeah, of probably. the either one of he's like one of like is he wearing a loose hair shirt and does he know how to lift weights <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. is that a loose hair shirt yeah two are you safe yeah <laughs> should i call somebody <laughs> uh when i say lift weights ladies and gentlemen i'm talking like i'd go in look at my phone do like a set of like four i'm like Look back at my phone, oh. like, oh, that's good enough for today. Not true. He's throwing <laughs> weights around, throwing them around. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's what. <laughs> no, I think it was Lucero. Uh, yeah. In fact, I'm I'm sure it was because it's just so it's so. You know how it is. There's so few, and again, music, the proliferation of music, especially independent mm-hmm. music or s- small label, whatever. Um, is so much different now yeah. than it was even ten years. Yeah, you're say, yeah, because like. To meet like a Lucero fan in the wild back then right. is just like, how the fuck did that happen? How, how did, did you happen? find? How did you find them? And like, oh, I found them through went to a Dropkick Murphy show, right. and like a couple techs were wearing Lucero shirts. I'm right. like, oh, I'll check out that band since somebody's wearing them. And first song I listen to is Drink Till We're Gone, and then it was like all these. And that's that. Then, yeah, and then it's like, well, my life's <laughs> over now. I'm just gonna listen to this for the next few months. It's like that. All these love songs. Uh, it gets worse than I just the status of the sad for them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's why I have Tennessee over there. The twenty-year anniversary is in the the frame over there. Yeah, I saw that when I walked over there. Yeah, yeah so not... I've got like the regular ones, and I got the twenty-year. I had Lucero was one of the one of the bands that somebody else had recommended to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy named Drew Thomas, uh, and we worked together for a handful of years down in Florida. And he uh, he had a rec. He's like, I think you'll like this. And we like he was an Uncle Tupelo guy, oh, yeah. and um, turned into like a dra- like kind of followed follow, could follow the thread from that through some other bands to Drive By Truckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the effect. In fact, no, he, he, I, I'm red. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down two different paths at the yeah, same time here. But uh, I remember vividly the day he called me and went, Hey, have you heard of this band? The drive-by truckers, mm-hmm. to which I had just heard the Dirty South for the first time. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't a part of it. Like Dirty South was at the top for me because that's when I, that's when I got waist deep in trying to find stuff that wasn't that I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, and the drive-by truckers were one of the first. And I, I was, it was my first year at Indiana, and he goes, and he goes, "Have you heard this band, Drive-by Truckers?" I'm like, yeah, I heard of them. He goes, "Have you heard the new album and the first song with the devil?" Uh, no, where the devil, the devil don't, devil stay. don't stay. Oh. And he's like, "I think that might be the rockinest song I've ever heard in my mm-hmm. life." That is a dirty like, song. Oh my god, that guitar is so fucking heavy and dirty. Oh. It's wonderful. It's that, and then um, I talked about it way, way back on the podcast. It may have been like the first time I had the actual music on the show. It was mm-hmm. um, Lookout Mountain, how dirty that guitar is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dirty guitar. Like when I hear that one, and of course, I don't know anything about, like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know how you make music, you, anybody else. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how you acquire the talent. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how. I don't know the equipment that you have. I see equipment strewn everywhere in here. <laughs> I know you put it together, and I know you can make stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I hear Lookout Mountain, what I what I re- what I see in my head is uh, Jim James with that kind of like uh, what's that that guitar that is kind of I don't know what it's called. It's like a is it the flying V or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. Where it yeah. looks like a, essentially looks like a thunderbolt. Yeah. But um, I, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know the guitar yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Like when I hear the opening chords to Lookout Mountain, yeah. that's what I see. And I don't think they, they don't use that when they play yeah. it. But that is the guitar I see. Like yeah. just a gigantic guitar floating in the in just kind of the ether, yeah. just playing the riff to Lookout Mountain. Yeah. I, it's, God, that's opening that song like just kind of goosebumps me every time. Like because you hear the guitar come in, it's dirty as all fucking hell. It is the yeah. dirty South personified. It is, absolutely. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just hear Morgan just bass drum just boom. boom. And it's boom. just boom. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's, oh. Absolutely. You ever heard the Adam Housecott version? I, I, I mean, I, I will probably at the end of this podcast, right? Yeah, like, yeah I can put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I don't think I... Yeah, if is, I have, I don't remember it, so I don't think I have. It is so different. It is a completely different song. Is which it? I always find that fascinating mm. when like... Uh, I know Frank Turner does that all the time, uh-huh. where he takes some old songs and he completely he gives them basically to his keyboard player in his ear and it's like do something with this and they completely create a brand new song out of this song he wrote 10 years ago they've done it with like mm. six times with i'm disappeared which is always hilarious like anytime he releases a compilation there's a new version of i am disappeared off of really? uh, england keep my bones that's terrific <laughs> yeah that's it always terrific. feels like there's a different version there's like four or five different versions of it and, it's, that's there are some things that are just like like that but mm-hmm. artists in general do that yeah. are kind of like uh, shorthand mm. to let you know that hey, I get it. Like mm. I, we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do some stuff that you're gonna like, yeah. and we're gonna be really cool about it. And yeah. that that would be one of those things. <laughs> and Frank Turner clearly fits into that mold. Yeah. Uh, but no, Drew Drew had um, uh, um, he had recommended Lucero, and we went to see them. This when when I was down there, we went to see them in Ebor City. Um, we almost, oh, we almost got struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it, weirdly, that doesn't have anything to do with the story. But like, uh, we were in Ebor City, and they were playing. Um, they were playing. I can't remember the name of the club. There, it was a small place with this band called Murder by Death. Have you heard of Murder oh, by Death? So I know of them. I've listened probably a few songs here or there. So you and I have the same experience with Murder by Death. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know, I know that people like them. Yeah. I know they're out there. I don't dislike them, but I never got into them. Yeah. Um, but they were playing the same bill, and they were kind of they were switching back and forth on uh, who was uh, who was the headliner on mm-hmm. any inter- any individual night. And Lucero was the opener that night that we saw them, and this was early on. Oh no, th- no, this was uh, nobody's darlings. Okay, so uh, like two thousand four, five. Yeah, 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 yeah five yeah. would have been yeah about right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're in this, and it's a tiny club. Like it's <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's not as big as the. Pl- it's not as big as the place we saw, American Aquarium in the the. You know. Oh like it's, yeah. It's, the, it's, uh, it's a small place yeah. and, and not nearly as nice. Like it's tr- it's trash. <laughs> uh, the stage the stage can't be more than six inches high, <laughs> and so uh, they're up there and Nichols going around like they're doing sound check and it's it's just the three guys. Yeah, because there was a time when Venable was not in the band. 
Which one's Venables? He's, he's, the, the, guitar, he's, he's the other guitar player. The other oh the no, lead guitar okay. Player. Then let me take that back. Okay. He was absolutely there. So it okay. was four guys. Okay. So the two the the the, the core four. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're doing sound check, regular old sound check, and he's just like and he's pointing to pointing to the bass, and he's like and he's doing he's doing things. He's just pointing up a little. bit. He's like, can you get a we get a little and they mm-hmm. play and you go and they get a little and you get then go to the drum do the regular thing right Where, yeah. and every time he goes to one he's like can I get it a little bit more like just a little higher yeah 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 and they go around the whole band and finally he just goes yeah, I swear to God <laughs> he, gets, he goes right into the mic and he goes just turn them all the way up we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like as I, I remember I looked at Drew I was like this is gonna be awesome <laughs> uh, yeah the last time I saw them was Louisville probably 2020 20, I mean 2019 maybe yeah probably been 2019 and it, they were so fucking sloppy like in like the best way cause yeah. like cause uh, um Ben just got super tanked. He just got super drunk for some reason. They go, they go yeah. not. I mean, I don't even. I, I don't know how they are now. I, yeah. I, uh, but that Mike that that night that I t- told you about, they had to carry their and their base. What's the base's name? Oh, Stub was uh, Stubber Stubblefield or something like that. I always forget his. They last had to name. carry him like 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 oh, I've arms seen under the armpit. It's like hands on armpits and drag him off. And yeah. he like he could not walk off the stage himself. Yeah. But he could play like. He didn't do it until the show. He's pro. He didn't do it until the show was over, and then they had to carry him off the yeah. stage. It's just like, what? Yeah. man. That's what. Uh, yeah, because Ben got super drunk and just by the end they're just like, started just throwing shit at the wall. Like, eh, let's play this song. Like, really? Like, yeah. How great is that? Yeah, like songs they hadn't played for years. Like, yeah, fuck it, let's just play this song. How and like, great is that? they're sloppy. Those are the best times. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best. One times. point, Brian accidentally spilled uh, Ben's drink and like just ran really? around the fucking stage, like celebrating. Like that's, <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like you want to you go to a show, you want it to be really good, you want yeah. it to be, whatever. Uh, 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 you know, it won't be something you haven't seen before, or whatever. But if you truly want to have a great experience, you got to kind of thread the needle between something you haven't seen before mm-hmm. and total disaster. <laughs> yeah, that's how, I mean, at least the, the types of bands that you and I like. Yeah, that's that's where the stuff you haven't seen before comes from. Yeah, and obviously some of that stuff is self-destructive, and you know, obviously you don't want anybody. You, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna remember that show more than other times. Right? I've seen <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing him at the V Club. Um, God, 20, 20, 2013? They've been after women at work, so that's twenty twelve. Um, yeah, probably twenty thirteen. Titus Andronicus opened for him, which I thought was incredible. Because they opened for really at the yeah. V Club, yeah, really, yeah. Titus Andronicus, which do they is... have? Is there enough space in the V Club for them to for them to for their sound? Not really. It was I, kind of shouldn't it, be right. See, that was like the thing. It's like it was after local business, so this is like at the peak of Titus Andronicus's like kind of run there in the early twenty. I'm really? like, why are they opening for Loose? It just seemed weird. I'm like, yeah, this whatever. is like this is like an indie. Darling. You caught a break. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is cool. Um, because I thought it'd been the reverse. I thought Lucero was opening. We get there and Titus opened. I was like, cool. Hmm. But um. But no, the bassist, same. Like, he was just leaned up against... By the end of the show, he just leaned up against the uh, speakers or, the like, the back there and just... Just completely out of it. 
carry him out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, geez. That dude's got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> now, we, last time we saw them was at the V Club, and I don't even know if they were calling the V Club still at that point. Yeah. Did you see they went from the V Club to the Loud, and now <laughs> they are going back to the V Club? <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, I don't, I don't, I absolutely do not pay attention. I don't think that was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> it not. could have been. Oh, yeah. But either way, I know this goes out in the world. The Loud is a dumb name. It is dumb. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the V Club is a kick-ass name yep. for a club. So come on. Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Yeah. Called the V Club. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we saw them at, so yeah, the last time we saw them, Carrie, Carrie got a chance to go see him, And they didn't bring the horn section. I think they had somebody who was sick in the horn mm-hmm. section. So uh, Ben came out and was like, hey. Uh, it's just the th- I think and I think that night it was just no maybe it was I can't remember it doesn't yeah. matter three or four of them and he said hey <laughs> horn section's out uh, let's just play the old stuff yeah and they they, they spent the, they spent that whatever it was hour and forty minutes playing yeah all the stuff from basically up to up to nobody's darlings essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was as you well, that's remember, what, a, gr- a great show I think the last time I saw them they played Tennessee and they they in a they didn't play it like in a row, but they played the entirety of Tennessee, except for oh, uh, really? Yeah, except for what Darby songs on Tennessee, right? Yes. Like, yes, they didn't. Obviously, they never played that one. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So they didn't play that one. But I remember there's one time at the V Club I wanted to go and I didn't. And like looking back on now, like how great would that have been? It was Corey Brandon opening, <laughs> and Jason Isbell, just before Southeastern, playing at the. Wait, was I at that? Maybe did I go to that show? Maybe you did, but was it? It was it. No, wait. Been, when it was before, it? It had been pre right southeast. Before southeast right I think before? It's before or right after. It's right. Okay, in. so one of his. It may have been his first tour mm-hmm. after the breakup. Yeah. We saw. No, I think I went by myself. Yeah. I th- I think that was one of the shows. I, I can't remember. I may be wrong with that, but. Uh, uh, it was the old V Club. You remember that where they had the upstairs. Oh, no, I never went at the upstairs. So it's like the, um, essentially, it's the same setup as, like, the Southgate house, mm-hmm. where it's all, it's just the floor, got general admission, and then upstairs, like, a balcony that, that, that is in a U-shape around the around the building, except at the V-Club, it was tiny. Yeah. And again, <laughs> disgusting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, that was the first time I saw Jason Isbell yeah. uh, solo, uh, and it, it was a mess. He was still drinking. Yeah, He was still yeah. kind of, he was That's still kind of fat again. and sweaty. Like, <laughs> And it just, but obviously can play oh, yeah. the hell out of that guitar. It sings like a little baby angel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, there's a reason I went, because I loved him already. Yeah. Um, uh, but I can't remember. I don't, I, Corey Brandon did not open. I think I've only seen Corey Brandon one time. Yeah, I've seen him twice. He took my breath away. Yeah. Like, he was. His weird energy that he plays oh. with. It's just, it's. Like the word frenetic is yeah. for him, yeah, and it, and that is that is as a solo, one guy, one guitar, yeah, frenetic style. Like it's just like he. It's hard. It's hard to do that, mm-hmm. right? If you're if it's just you, yeah, there's only so much you can do, right? There truly isn't. But Corey Brandon does something different, yeah. Like he he brings something different to the was I will always appreciate that about. It. But yeah. of course I've I. I don't think I've seen him twice. I think I've seen him once. Yeah, I've seen him twice. I saw him. He was. I can't remember the guy who opened for him anymore, but he closed. And then the other time he opened for American Aquarium, both at Roomba, which 
Yeah, they mic the drums for American Aquarium. I'm like, you do not have to mic the fucking drums in Roomba Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course yeah, not. Like, it's, no. Like, it's just pounding so much. I'm like, I'm starting to feel sick. It's pounding so yeah. hard. It's like, ugh. Yeah. But it was great. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you about, like, I sat down on the sidewalk with him after the show, Corey Brandon, and talked to him really? for like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, just God. about whatever. Talked about dads, talked about shitty jobs and all this fun stuff. Yeah, it's like, because I, I used to live right down the street. Like, uh-huh. you could see my house from Roomba. Uh-huh. And he talked about Micah uh, from Tucal. I'm not sure if he's still, but he lived above Roomba forever. Because, like, it, it's got to the point where if you see Micah from Tucal, it's not that special anymore because he's literally really? at every show. <laughs> Anytime you go right? to a show, he's there. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. If Good he's not playing, dude. somehow he's there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw him, like, I went to Camp Cope at, uh... oh, shoot. I can't remember the place. It's in the Old North. Um, shit. It's going to bother me. I can't remember it. But uh, I was just kind of standing there in a crowd. All of a sudden, this guy walks by. I'm like, it's Micah from Two Cow. Just, <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> uh, Starstruck. Yeah, I'm like, oh. no, that's the point. I'm kind of like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. That's what, uh, you know Bree, right? Nashville. Um, masseuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she knows Shane from Two Cow pretty well. Really? Yeah. So, like, she'll text she, back and forth. She's with friends with Carrie. Yeah. Um, a good friends like with Carrie, like she's like and Carrie's never been down to Nashville, so mm-hmm. when we go down there, it'll be go down. It'll be to go down and yeah. see. Oh, I forgot she's supposed to come on the show too. When she's coming up, I have crew season tickets, and she's gonna come up with Nashville. You have crew season tickets? Yes, I do. Oh, oh if you ever want to go, let me know. I will let you know. Yeah, I will because yeah, there you... is gonna come a time when I'm going to want to go. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the south side, uh, south stand, second row. Wow. Yeah, like right to the keeper when he's facing out to his right. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Great? Oh, it's wonderful. I fucking love it. It's great. I, just, I watch it. I watch yeah. it. I, I can't stop watching soccer. Like, yeah. I feel like I've wasted. I'm 47, mm-hmm. un- unbelievably. I've wasted 47 years of watching sports and, yeah. c- and never watching soccer. Yeah. Because um, as an old baseball guy, mm-hmm. we were brainwashed from the start that if you can't play baseball, you play soccer, which still is kind of true. <laughs> but also, that does not apply to n- almost any extent anymore. Yeah. And certainly does not ex- uh, uh, apply outside the borders of the United States. Like I, I like I said, I was watching Man City and, and, uh, and, and Munich today, and it's just like – the athleticism mm-hmm. on on the pit. I've gotten to the point where you I say pitch. I, no, I don't oh. say it, but I know I'm supposed to say it. <laughs> and because I'm in a safe space here, I will say it. Uh, the athleticism <laughs> on the pitch is just is it's it's yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 coordination. Yeah. Is is if 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 we tried to go out there and do, I can go out and play catch. Yeah. You can go out and play catch. Uh, if we tried to do what they did, <laughs> or what they do, no. yeah. which. We'll yeah, a, so I'm trying to think where you're at in the podcast because uh, I talked about going to the DC United game with the the crew played, and Christian Benteke used to play for Liverpool. He plays for DC United now. Okay, and he missed like he wasn't very good for Liverpool. Basically, yeah. he like I always say he was a square peg for a round hole. He just didn't fit. Yeah. Well, he had like a bad season and like, but he missed the sitter. Like it should have been like he should have scored on a header, missed it. Uh-huh. So I started just I get up I'm like you suck. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, you know, if he got my face, I'm like, there's no chance. Like, I can't, I, like, you know, one, he's a professional athlete. He'd kick my ass. You know, yeah, if you get mad at it, like, maybe you can outrun certain professional athletes and you can't. But I'm like, I'm definitely not outrunning a soccer player. Because, <laughs> like, even if I, like, bust out the gates, he's got the endurance. He's going to catch me <laughs> when I die in, like, 30 seconds because I'm like, <gasps> 
can I tell you what we used to try to <laughs> figure out when, when I was still coaching? Yeah. We used to go work security for Bengals games. Mm-hmm. So I, I have spent hours. We did it for years. I spent hours in Paul Brown Stadium or whatever, Paycor now. Yeah. And essentially it boiled down to us uh, being, you know, kind of wanding the people as they go in. Yeah. And then after the once the first quarter's done, they they send us in, and yeah. usually we're basically at, in the third deck or the upper deck. I don't know if it's the third deck or not. The upper deck, and um, and they just put us by the exits where you just watch the game, like whatever, like keep <laughs> the, keep the aisle clear and just watch the game. Yeah. So again, I spent hours up there, and eventually you get bored. Like that was those were the Carson Palmer, you know, oh, not, yeah, Car- yeah. Not, Andy, not Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton, they're the same guy, just different ages. Yeah. Um, and so one day, <laughs> we asked the question, in an empty Paul Brown Stadium, it was just you and Ray Lewis, <laughs> which obviously Ray Lewis has a history. I don't know, if I, whatever. We all know Ray Lewis's history. Yeah. Can you survive for 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> You have the whole place. Yeah, you have the whole place to hide. Can you survive for 24 hours? And I'll even give you, so you can start on diff- separate, uh, opposite ends. Yeah. But could you survive for 24 yeah. hours? And does that mean locking yourself in a, in a, in a place? Does yeah. that mean keeping him in eyesight all the time? <laughs> We've gone through all the scenarios. Could yeah. you stay alive, you think? No, I don't think so. Eventually he'll catch Does he have you. access to his hitmen? I don't. <laughs> I get the sense he doesn't. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he has hitmen. Yeah, I think he would do the dirty work himself. <laughs> I mean, he only did it once before, right? <laughs> Just the one time. Yeah. That guy didn't last the 24 hours. Yeah, wherever they were. No, he. Uh, like it was. And it, it may have been. It seemed like it was probably during a Ravens game where we're just, you know, talking about Ray Lewis. It's like. I wonder if you could avoid Ray Lewis for 24 hours. Because when he catches you, that's it. You're not, yeah. you yeah. can't, like you said, you can't defend yourself. Right. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. I guess I had a good time thinking about that. Of like, even if I tried out running, like, I'd get 30 seconds because I haven't had the run in 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, <gasps> and then here he comes, like, yeah, I can run for 90 fucking minutes. Yes. Yeah. 90 uh, minutes. I can run faster than you yeah. for for a hundred times longer than <laughs> yeah. you can. So, just just give it yeah. up, man. That's what I'm like. He's gonna score a goal, and I'm like, hopefully he doesn't. Like, I, he probably doesn't hear me. I mean, how much shit do people yell during games? They don't. They don't hear you. But I'm like, if he did, he scores a goal, comes and stands right in front of me because I'm second row, so I'm close enough where he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I heard you and I saw you. Yeah, heard you, saw you, <laughs> and look what I just did to you. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's like uh, I got into the footy. Let's see, 2010. After the World Cup that year, and it, it which stuck. Was, yeah, it just stuck. It was just because I picked Liverpool one because they could be games on it were actually on TV. Because back then there wasn't as much TV coverage of the Premier okay. League or anything like that. So it's like there was at the time I only knew I knew there was United, there was Chelsea, there was Liverpool, and there was Arsenal. That's all I could know. Okay. Then I found out there was a Man City. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll pick them. But then I found out about their owners and stuff like that. I'm like, nah. Okay. Man United won everything, so I was like, nah, I'm not gonna be that type. I had a few friends that were Chelsea fans, so I was like, "Yeah." I'm we'll the be- Man United type. I, I'll, I'll be it. Well, yeah. Please continue, but I, I will admit 
that I am a man. You, I, I think that's where I've put my. Yeah. So you'd probably if you came in now, you'd be kind of in the same boat I was when I became a Liverpool fan, okay. which has been, you know, their glory years seem past them. It's like they're on the <clears throat> backup, being a completely different team, stuff like that. But it was like it was so. Um, but I didn't want to root for Chelsea because my friends were I'm like I want to be kind of my own thing. Yeah. So it was like it was between Liverpool and Arsenal, and it was because Steven Gerrard played for Liverpool. I'm like, I picked Liverpool. Okay. So like at the time, that was like the worst period in Liverpool's history. They almost folded. They almost like, like really? ceased being a club because they ran so just poorly. Not not relegated, but just yeah. Ceased. They almost they almost entered administration, which is basically bankruptcy. Uh, and like uh, Leeds happened, that happened to Leeds in like 2001, and they went down to the championship for in the League One even for 17, 18, 19 years or whatever before they finally came back up. Really? Yeah. So like it was a weird time. I didn't know any of that. <laughs> I had no idea how any of this worked. You say relegation, I'm like, the, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's it's a lot to take take in and, yeah. and learn. It's I I feel the same about soccer that I do kind of about science fiction. Mm-hmm. Literature, not yeah. necessarily like I have a hard time reading science fiction because of very simply the names, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can't <laughs> pronounce them, yeah. or I know I can't pronounce them, yeah, and so or I can't pronounce the places, and so I can't, I, I it just stops me from kind of continuing on with kind of absorbing the entirety of it, right? Yeah. Soccer, because of all the stuff, and I, by stuff, I mean. They're playing, what, you know, some of them are playing three or four different competitions at a time. Yeah. They take breaks for international. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the system for just in English soccer is mind-boggling. And by yeah. the way, how many, why are there so many teams? There's not that many people, right? Like, you just start you're looking at, like, how can I ever figure this out? Yeah. So, like, what I did, I did the same thing with uh, horse racing, quite frankly, a a handful of years ago. We're just like, this is cool. Like, when you watch it, you're like, this is cool. The history is cool. Yeah. Um, So I'm just going to get into it. And so, horse racing, I picked up a book. For uh, soccer, I uh, really just opened up my web browser and spent a a ridiculous amount of time in a rabbit, you know, down a rabbit hole learning about the English starting with English soccer and then the teams and like once I started to get into what the histories were and I don't know all the histories by any stretch of the imagination but the fact that they have histories that go 150 years Mm -hmm. um it's just yeah wow like the (laughs) stories that they can tell like it's kind of part of the cool thing about like the Dodgers and the Yankees even if you hate them yeah they still they're the they're the record keepers right they're they are the ones who keep the secrets yeah and that is there's something to be said for that yeah and like their history is a speck of dust compared to (laughs) the history that they have for football over you know over there so like that's what really kind of started to turn me into now I'm telling you I don't miss. I don't like certainly on the weekends. I don't miss games. Like I, I used to love golfing, getting up early and going somewhere to go golf early in yeah. the morning, coming home. Now I get up early so I can watch soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my different time to golf, quite frankly. But um, uh, I, I just I eat it up. I love it. Yeah, so I think there was an Onion article. God, I can't remember how long ago it was. It's like uh, turns out alcoholic roommate just a soccer fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like the blurb was like, you know, it's like I was always wondering. He comes back at ten thirty in the morning, completely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. I like that very yeah. much. 
Thank that. God, thank God for the onion on a lot of different levels. But yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's what. Uh, that's why I've been to. Like you said, we went to McCle- you went to McClellan's today, which was is the Liverpool one of the Liverpool bars up here. I think it's that. And then I, there's a local cantina. I can't remember which one that is also a Liverpool bar up here. Really, I knew Fourth Street. It's wasn't too far from my old place. It used to be, but I don't think it is anymore. I think it's just more just it doesn't matter. I think yeah. it basically kind of became like a crew place because that was like the place you went before you went to the old crew stadium. So that's the I think that's kind of the interesting thing is now my my kind of this deep interest in uh English soccer, Premier League soccer primarily, but mm. you know, English soccer. Um now I I look at American soccer and just think, well, I have to be into this because this is mm-hmm. here. This is accessible. This yeah. is, you know, it makes it just makes. I mean, they had the structure of it makes more logical sense compared to other North American sports. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, to be fair, <clears throat> excuse me, I kind of like the European style oh, or the rest of the world style. Yeah, uh, uh, much better. But you know, mm-hmm. like MLS at least makes sense. Like I can pick up the MLS today yeah. and have it make sense to me because there are con- there are, it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a league there mm. are conferences you are, there are playoffs like there yeah. are things that there is no relegation yeah. Which, and all those that things bothers are, me so much I mean, <laughs> I it, it is since because, i got into relegation i'm like i wish every sport had this every sport yeah cuz it fixes so many issues like cuz like um, you know, being a baseball fan, like the Reds had their massive sell-off a couple years right. ago. Like we're purposely going to be bad for the next few years. That doesn't happen if you have relegation because you can't do that or you're gone and yeah. you lose all that TV money. Yeah. But yep. No, for sure. I don't. I, I. I. don't disagree with that on its on its mm-hmm. face. Uh, the one thing I like about relegation is we are able to talk. Like when when the games come on for the weekend, mm-hmm. we're able to talk about. The top of the table. I also say table now. The top of the table. I say fixture. Uh, I say all these things. Uh, but we're able to talk about the top of the table and also the bottom. Yeah. It's actually the middle. Those are the teams that I know the least about. Brighton, mm-hmm. Fulham. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, there was another one I was thinking about on the way here. Um, uh, Tottenham to a certain extent because they were kind of in yeah. that when yeah. I first started watching. Um. What was another one? Regardless, like yeah. those those five or six that are kind of not challenging the top, mm-hmm. but not really in trouble toward the bottom. Yeah, I don't know anything about them mm-hmm. because I, I'm like, focused on. I, I'm actually more interested in the relegation now and mm-hmm. trying to figure out if Leeds is going to because I yeah. the other team I was interested in was Leeds, Leeds because they had all the Americans. Americans. Yep, yeah, they had all the Americans and, and they, oh, okay, but I don't. My first team that I back, mm-hmm. I don't want it to get relegated immediately. That seems like that seems like too much. I'm not yeah. I'm not emotionally mature enough yeah. to handle that. So, um, but I'm I'm as interested in 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 the bottom of the table as I am in the top. It's, yeah. a, it's a great system. I yeah. love it. That's what like uh, like the storylines that kind of create because of relegation because Everton might go down. Like, yes, and that's that's literally like if I'm trying to think, it'd be like the Reds or the Yankees or the Dodgers. Yeah, we're in trouble of not being in Major League Baseball next year. It's like that's how historical Everton is. Yeah, <laughs> like they could be down, and you're not sure when they're coming back. Like, and that's like I'm on the opposite because I picked up more teams to like kind of check out throughout the year. Well, I think I've heard you say on the podcast that you like you're interested in other um, teams, and other and yeah. other divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and and tell me how this works. I'm truly asking because like. One of the things that I seem to have figured out, I think, is that it's there's not really casual fandom here. You support a team, mm-hmm. and that's it. 
Yeah. Like you can't like I I'm I'm kind of you know what I mean? Like you yeah. you can't you can't support Chelsea and Liverpool. Right. Uh it doesn't make any sense. And mm-hmm. also what do you use some sort of jag or whatever yeah, whatever a cool hunter. English person would yeah. say. Uh so like if they're at different if they're in different divisions because I know there's still some some mat, some fixtures where they play against each other, maybe in, in, yeah. in tournaments or whatever. But how does that work for you? Well, I root for Liverpool. <laughs> oh, so Liverpool, Liverpool at the top, is my team, and then kind of like everybody I else, like I want to like follow you. I was like, you know, yeah, like you know, yeah, because yeah, it might sense. be things like because I might have that problem next year because Preston's playing great right now, and they are one point off the playoff spots to maybe possibly be promoted to the Preston's one of the other teams. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I mean, I picked sh- Preston because Bill Shankly, who's like the most important figure in Liverpool's history. He managed at Preston before he came to Liverpool. Okay. So, and they also have one of the oldest teams, the oldest still functioning stadium. Uh, they had the very first invincible side, which is the undefeated team. Is, is Preston a pl- an actual place? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where they? Do you know where they're located? Well, it's, it's, kinda, other... it's like up one of the rivers on the west. On the west, I believe. I can't remember. Okay. I know, like, um, the one of their main rivals, like Blackpool, and I can't remember one of the other ones. One of the other things that has happened to me in this process is because <laughs> I've always been a map guy. I love, yeah. I love oh, yeah. maps. But what I, I guess I knew that I, I knew an embarrassingly little amount about the UK. Mm-hmm. England, they, the, the, you know, the, 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 you know, their whole situation. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but what I, the, in, be, uh, if you know geography, the geography of a place, that can inform you uh, on a lot of even the things that you don't know. You can kind of get there yeah. from here. Not to, not to, not to sound like I planned that, but I mean, <laughs> like, I've, I'm now learning where things are. Yeah. Uh, in the United Kingdom, which is super helpful to start putting pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with the premier league. Yeah. I am, I am, I'm not planning on moving to any other European, uh, league. Um, uh, but you know, who knows? I, I, I know, I know the, uh, I, I know there's, seems like there's a couple teams in Spain. There's one team in, in, uh, in, uh, in France and, and the German team, the good German teams never lose until mm-hmm. they, until they yeah. move on. But, I'm 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 learning all of those things kind of as we go. Yeah, that's what uh, I picked up Mines because that's where Klopp came from in Germany. Uh, okay, that's where he played and that's where he first coached. So I'm like, I almost went Dortmund, but I'm like, everybody who doesn't want to be a Munich fan just becomes a Dortmund fan. Right. So I'm like, I pick somebody else. And Mines, I'm like, you know what? They're always going to be good. They're never going to be great. Isn't there a Jackie Osbier that's the Probably one of their germ- that might be their. It was one of the one of the original like ones. Yeah. No, it was one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like uh, maybe it's like Dortmunder or something. Oh like that. yeah, there's like yeah. brown ale type thing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because uh, the brewery also made a Dortmunder as well. There's a Dortmunder style beer. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that? Uh, do you know if that's after named after? Uh, I think that's the areas Dortmund. I, I don't know. I don't know enough see? about just the same thing. See? see, I know where countries are. Then once you break it down to like regions, how much you can learn by knowing <laughs> yeah. the geography see, that, of that's places. That's actually one of the reasons why I ended up picking Liverpool was geography based because Liverpool, Merseyside, that kind of area of uh-huh. England doesn't really consider itself English at all. They consider themselves like very either either Irish or more worldly than everybody else. Like their accent is much more Welsh than English. Sure. Like they had the first like Muslim center was built in Liverpool. 
um, all the refugees that would come, or like uh, people that would come in through their ports from Ireland, from all over the world. It sounds very much like they're the Quebec of the United Kingdom. Right. <laughs> it sounds like, eh. and then also it was like the same thing, like, you know, they fell on a lot of hard times throughout the 80s, industrial town that fell mm-hmm. off. And I'm like, well, I know all about that. I'm from Portsmouth, Ohio, <laughs> so I can definitely feel a kinship there. Though They got to recover because they live, they're right beside a nice little strait. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed because I picked Manchester United because they're good. Yeah. <laughs> You've done the actual work on yeah, this. Like, oh, yeah, I went like deep. Before, like, if I'm going to get into this, I'm going to be as into this as possible. Which well, Manchester is only 40 miles away from Liverpool. Right. So they went through a lot of the same, same things thing. in the same 80s. Same thing, right. Except, right. Uh, I won't go political, but Margaret Thatcher, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, is, that is some adult talk, but yeah. sure. Is she? Is she's... Oh, she's very much dead. Okay, good. Is, so then we can, yeah, yeah we're good. There's quite a celebration. Ray Lewis, on the other hand, yeah. very much alive. Yeah, so, I, so the I time always... I know I have now twenty three fifty four left. So <laughs> that's what I like, always think when I'm talking on the podcast. I start saying something. I'm like, well, I mean, they're never going to hear this. At the same time, it's possible they <laughs> it's, could. It's out there. <laughs> it's not probable, but it is possible that for some reason, like they have a Google alert, and somehow I accidentally they're. Google gets to that point where it just alerts you that, hey, this person mentioned you on yeah. a podcast. Yeah. And you listen like, get that motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time and place. Oh, man. So one thing I did want to talk about. Okay. Was there's a reason why I call you karaoke, Chris. That's because you host karaoke. Yeah, I'm offended by that, by the way. <laughs> I know you would be. That's why I continued with it. <laughs> I remember telling Justin about that when he would help me out on these. I'm like, yeah, I'm calling him Carrie Chris because I know he probably fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, well, I, I go go ahead. I, yeah. I, no, uh, I was going to talk to you about the one time I did Ludacris, and the entire pub lost its like freaking mind collectively, and I was basically a rock star for the four minutes of that song. Yeah. It was yeah. the most. I don't know. I, just, I think I just kept looking at you. I'm like. Can you believe what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I can tell you on that. I remember that evening. On that particular evening, whatever whatever my face looked like as I was looking back at you, yeah. essentially what it was was me thinking, I can't believe this guy is doing this. <laughs> Like that's that's what my face was saying. Yeah. It was it was all it was always fun. Like the, the uh, karaoke at Port City has been at the um, <clears throat> has been the kind of um, uh, unsung uh, stress release in my mm. life forever. Yeah. Like honestly, running karaoke. I think anybody who's ever run karaoke before will tell you they hate it. You hear the same songs over and over again. Mm-hmm. You hear the same, and, and quite frankly, most of those songs you probably hate. Yeah. Um. Uh. But Port City, <clears throat> I'll get back to to your night. Port City has been um. That 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 uh, that that karaoke has been so great because. For the longest time, I could institute the no country rule, <laughs> uh, which I can't really do so much anymore because every now and then it's just if there's no yeah. country when nobody's singing, um, there's no country rule. There was a lot of um, either cool or reasonably cool people there. So they picked good songs that yeah. people like. The karaoke can be fun. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the sad thing that you yeah. want it, that, that people who are very serious about yeah. it want it to be. 
I got uh, a story to add on to this before we move on, but I'll, I'll let you okay, keep going. Okay, okay. <laughs> because there's a guy I want to talk about. Well, the, the if por- you remember. Port City, well, the, I guess the point I wanted to make was Port City, also the crowd. Yeah. Port City, too. I guess Corey let me say whatever I wanted for a very long time. Port, <laughs> port, port, the Port City crowd was so fun and into it mm-hmm. that they allowed me to essentially uh, – pitch him shit <laughs> like right like in, in a good in a good natured way like yeah. it was always for uh it was always in 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 uh you know in in good faith and, and it was always a, a positive gesture but like if somebody sucked we were okay with making fun of them for a while yeah. and like that that part for me was so, just it was an unbelievable stress reliever if i was having a bad day week month whatever and i went in there mm-hmm. and we had a cool crowd that night where we could Laugh at some people, yeah. laugh at ourselves, do the thing. Like it, it, it instantly made me feel better, and I always walked out of there feeling, uh, feeling good, even yeah. though I had to sit there and listen to the same songs yeah. over and over. Yo, sweet Caroline, and yeah. whatnot again. So. You get the Dis- no Disney nights because there was that time. Yeah. I'm not sure how many. I'm still there. Were we doing the Disney 15 when you were? Well, you were we still had, there. Like, what 15 minutes to sing Disney songs? I think we did. You started that right what, near yeah, the end of it. Right near the end yeah. where. I shut. I just stopped the list, yeah. and they had 15 minutes. <laughs> you sing Disney songs, no questions asked, and then yeah. we'll restart again. So they don't come around. That that group doesn't come around. I mean, they everybody grows up at some point, yeah. except obviously, uh, I'm still there. Um, but uh, uh, when they come back, it's the first thing they ask for. Are you gonna do the Disney 15 again? Like, no, <laughs> no, we won't do it at no, all. No, no, go uh, fuck yourself. So, yeah, so quit, quit asking. Like, yeah. we're not going to do Disney songs. Yeah. Um, no, but there's one guy in particular that I remember. You talk about, you know, karaoke could be a fun thing. Yeah. Like, this guy was using it as a therapeutic thing, which is not what it's supposed to be. Like, no. I think he was going through, like, a breakup or something because he, he, he was singing, like, 80s hair metal, but he was singing, like, sad ones. Like, mm. every rose has its thorn mm. and all this stuff. And then if, if I'm thinking if it's the same night, he comes up to you and he asks, you get like, uh, you got only God knows why. And you're like, well, who, by who? And he gets so offended that you say by who? He's like, Kid Rock. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know only God knows why or whatever. And he sings it. And all he does, is he sits on the edge of the stage. He sings it. And then it's through like the stupid fucking guitar solo or whatever. Yeah. And he's like crying at the end. <laughs> The stage. I don't remember and this like, guy. Oh my, I mean, it was the best. I just remember him sitting at the end. I'm like, this guy's really going That's through. That's not it. what this is for. Yeah, and he's just like, at one point, he just like looks up and I can tell him like, he's fucking crying, right? Right. <laughs> right. Like, this is incredible for me, this like, is, and yeah. everybody else to see, but this is not what we want. <laughs> this is for yes. This is for trying to find out if Brandon's going to do DMX or oh, Ludacris. Yeah. This is for trying to figure out. Uh, what was the guy who always did cake? Like what cake song he was gonna do? Yeah. This is for Michael to do his songs. This yeah. is for, like this is like people to have a good. Maybe they, we had the we had the one girl mm-hmm. who was maybe I don't know if she's nine or ten or eleven whatever she yeah. came up and would sing. Um, I was a bad Benatar, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, this is for that. This is not. Yeah, there's for, other yeah. places for your <laughs> yeah for your feelings yeah. <laughs> We, don't, we yeah. don't care about your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to drink beer and sing songs. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Some of my favorite nights, though, were you, like, I don't know, usually it would be a uh, Shawnee State function. And yeah. then they would leak out over to yeah, yeah, karaoke because yeah. you're yeah. hosting it. 
and then you would get pretty tanked. No, and, I don't remember that. <laughs> I can tell you wouldn't remember this because, like, you know, we closed at midnight, and then, like, you know, usually if there's people there, they can drink. It doesn't matter. Carry this sure. over. Yeah. And it's like 12.45, and you go up, you plug your stuff back in, and restart karaoke <laughs> 45 minutes after we closed. <laughs> That like you did that definitely. probably like two or three different times. And I'm like, this is like, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'll be no. here all night. Cause Absolutely. like, as long as people are there and I'm making money, it's fine. Who cares, like, right? if there's like three people there, I'm like, no, Chris, we're done. We're but done. Again, but I'm like, this place has got money. Like, cause some people, like some of the other workers, like, we're, we're closed. We're closed at home. Stop. I'm like, there's money to be made out Money here. to be made. <laughs> yeah, and we're in Portsmouth. There's money to be made. You've got, you've yeah. got, you have a good crowd. Portsmouth, <laughs> yeah. and, and not on any night. That's what, I think I told him, like, lock the door so yeah. more people don't come in. We're good. Yeah, it's a good it's crowd a, yeah, that will take like, care of you. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're, you're yeah, good. it was yeah. the older like professors or they know I, yeah. they knew better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, those nights were always good. The nights when SOMC had their uh, yeah. like the nights when it coincided with the Winter Wonderland and they came in after that. That was always a good one. <laughs> those were uh, those those were fun nights. I I, I was asked to do uh, to to do karaoke because they need. I can't. I don't know who had it before. But uh, I think I was only asked because I'm I, I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. the microphone, and I know some of the words to all of the songs. Yeah, like not I don't know all the words to all the songs, but yeah. the songs that are going to come through, I basically know. So you know, if you get caught, I can I can lean in and <laughs> do the thing and give you a little hint. And, yeah, and off you go, and away you go again. Like it was, and that was it. And I've been doing. I God, I've been God dang. How long have I been doing now? I bet you it's close to 15 years. Yeah. No, 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 not that long. You probably but 12, yeah. 11 or 12, 12 at, probably at is about pub? right. At, at the pub, I don't do. Well, I did it. I did it there, and then at uh, the Stag Bar, mm-hmm. uh, and they that was just kind of those were one offs. I did one night at um, Noggins, <laughs> and I hated that. Like, oh, well, yeah. I had one guy who kept coming up and requesting that I pl- uh, requesting. Or asking me if I had songs like like country rap songs or whatever yeah. they call I don't know what that genre is officially bullshit. called. Yeah, and I was like, no, I don't. Have, and, and at the time, I had a, a bad system, but he, I didn't look it up. I'm like, no, I don't have that. Like usually, what I do for Kid Rock, like, no, I don't have that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and but so then what he would do, he would then request the song for me to play, and I couldn't. And like, uh, and I did it a couple times, and it was just, I hated myself yeah. like i wanted to walk out of my own gig because <laughs> well, uh, anytime you were busy i would guest host karaoke yep, it, yep. And that was always my favorite because like usually for the first two hours nobody wants to get up there nobody wants to be the no. first person to do the karaoke yeah. so it would be two hours of me just listening to my own music <laughs> isn't that the <laughs> best just, like just playing i'm like yeah this play is whatever nice. you want yep you know what? It kind of sounds better here than it does at home, yeah. right? Like you know, it gets uh, yeah, this and is I'm, all right. And I'm getting tanked, <laughs> right? While getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> I there was a couple times my 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 line was, "Look, uh, if you don't sing, I'm just going to keep playing songs that yeah. I want to hear." And I can tell you, nobody wants to hear these songs other than me. <laughs> like I'm the only yeah. one who's having fun right now. So come on up and sing. Oh, it was fun. I remember I got into that mode with like when I would host. Like you would do, like sometimes I would just get people on stage, like, no, you're not singing that song, you're gonna sing this song. <laughs> 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 
That was usually end of the night behavior. You get yeah. away with that at the end of the night because no. Yeah, it's like, I, oh, it's like, yeah, there's like two groups left. And it's like, right? fuck, you guys have all been singing all night. Yeah. Now we're going to have some fun. You sing. Yeah. You're going to sit down for five minutes. You're going to be back up here. Yeah. I got one guy now. You remember Cal? Remember yeah. Cal? Yeah, I remember Cal. I, Cal's great. Yeah. He now, because he, and he's and he's actually started bringing some of that, that his group. Yeah. Back. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's the one, but yeah. he had continued to, to, to stay. And then Michael came back and, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh. Um, Jed, right? Jed, you remember Jed? He he may have been after you left. Yeah, he started coming around. I don't around. remember a Jed unless maybe I saw him. Yeah, he uh, he uh, he can really sing. He does Frank Sinatra, and then he yeah. he does um, Steppenwolf, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, anyway, um, anyway, Cal. Uh, no ma- at the by the end of the night, no matter mm-hmm. who's singing, he just kind of wanders up on stage. <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing is, like, if it's a song he likes, it doesn't matter if he's talked to that person even once the entire night. Yeah. He'll walk up to the front of the stage and kind of give like a like a little sheepish look. <laughs> and even if that person doesn't acknowledge him, he yeah. just walks on stage yeah. and starts singing into the other microphone like yeah, whatever. <laughs> just doesn't. Uh, I, I like Cal a lot. He's good, dude. He's. Yeah. I, I wish I knew him a little better. I know him. Yeah. I know him from karaoke, but he seems like a. He seems like a genuinely good dude. Yeah. <laughs> he brought his dad in last time. I think it was his sister. Yeah. Um, and like her husband, like it was a whole family affair. Like yeah. he's into it. Well, so I, I remember, my sis, We had a, I think, surprise party for my brother for his fortieth birthday mm-hmm. up in the front, and it happened to be karaoke night, so I had the night off. So we go back there, and. Oh, Brandon, go up there and sing, you know, because they all knew I had done this stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't go do get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to do it in front of my mother. And two, like, I have my nieces and nephews here who are kids. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's they not get me to do it. And then I'm like, so that's when I had to do the whole fun edited version where I was like, let me try to, like, really, I mean, like, get back, you individuals. Yeah. You don't know me like that. Yeah, that's not fun. It is objectively <laughs> yeah, unfun. It was fun. I like, came in my head. I'm like, how am I going to cut that word? <laughs> I just kind of think, like, what words can I use here? I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, but the first time it was Aaron's idea was to go up there because it's like, oh, let's go up there and do Marky Mark. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, like, let's do that. And then I found out I knew so many more words than I thought. <laughs> it's like, kill the verse. I'm like, oh, fuck. I guess I got to do this. <laughs> and I, mean, I can't I'm... remember what, what stick got up my ass about doing um, uh, Ludacris. I'm like, that'd be a fun song to do because it's like it's not fast or anything. So it's like it's a pretty simple song. So we did that, and I just remember night like place is packed. I should be behind the bar because I am the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. people need drinks, but no, like, like no, for four minutes you guys are fucked. Again, this is this is why Port City is a cool place because <laughs> yeah. the people who are waiting, even if they had a problem with it, yeah. weren't gonna be a problem. About yeah, but like, it. man, just, I just like this is what we're doing. It was the call and repeat. I felt like like I'm. Is this what being a rock star is? Because if it is, I totally understand why somebody wants to do this. Why, yeah, why yeah. you why you continue yeah, to try I'm to do like, it? Yeah, they are just everything. They would scream right back at me. I'm like, yep. there's like 40 people following along this song yep. <laughs> with me, yep. and it never was quite like that ever again. Uh, I mean, there was well, no, where it was good. Not, not like that. That was like that was a that was a special one. Yeah, it it it, it happens, right? I yeah. think I think it's I think. I'm not, I am, you will never get me to equate, <laughs> I don't even want to call it true performance, but <laughs> true performance to yeah. what anybody does anytime on a karaoke mm-hmm. night. It's not the same. It's yeah. absolutely not the same. 
Um, however, there are some uh, um, there are some characteristics that are, and one of them is some crowds are better than others, right? Yeah. Some crowds are hot, and some crowds are not. And you, the reaction on that particular <laughs> night, it was a good song. You always have to pick a good song. Oh yeah. You, oh, it's it's karaoke one hundred and one. You have to pick. It doesn't it doesn't matter how much you want, uh, how much you like it or dislike it, mm-hmm. or you if it's not your favorite song has nothing to do with it. You have to pick a good song that people like. Yeah, that is a good song that people like, and you had a hot crowd. Yeah, and it went it went from there. Yeah, because there's like times like, oh, I should try this song because like you know it's impressive that I can like do it, and then like at the end I'm like, people didn't give a shit about that one at all. No. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. Right. That's... Yeah, I went really fast, and nobody cared. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's only a couple of songs that you were going to be able to do. Yeah. No, when I did um, the DMX one. Ugh. The DMX one still makes me laugh to this day. I, I always <laughs> laugh at that. I, I will that those are burned in my memory. Marky Mark is fine. Yeah. And that's and people, you know, uh people love it because they, they it's easy and they know that they love it be, the same way they loved it when it came out. Yeah. It was a rap song that people who are afraid of rap music could be like, Ooh, that's a great song. I'm a, I like rap now. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but that one was always like, Oh yeah, that's good and funny. And I remember that song, but it was the, the, the DMX for me was the one, but the, yeah. you're right. The, 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 the one night that ludicrous, yeah. uh, was just off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Anyway, I'm offended that you call me karaoke Chris. <laughs> well, Ma- get mainly, used to it. mainly because now it's once a month. It's like two and a half hours. No, it's two. It's scheduled for two hours. But if we're going good, it's be about two and a half yeah. hours. And then I'm only there. I probably miss three or four a year. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have uh, uh, reduced my uh, identity down to something that I do for about <laughs> twelve hours a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twelve hours. That's out. I mean, it's yeah. probably it's probably fifteen hours total. But again, three of those hours yeah. me playing songs that I like. Well, like I said, well, Bill Buckner's remembered for one play, <laughs> not the fact that he had three hundred <laughs> for totally his career. Fair. That's totally fair. I yeah, like I said, I would not equate karaoke to performance. I would equate my karaoke to Bill Buckner's missing that ground ball. Yes, that I think is a fair, <laughs> totally fair and apt comparison. Oh. <laughs> I'm amazed at how you do this. Um, like, I've had this conversation with people in the past. Um, like, the idea that you can take something, I'm not talking about you, but anybody can take something that is essentially a blank piece of paper mm-hmm. or blank sheet. I, I, the only thing that I could ever produce was being able to write on paper. Mm-hmm. And I can only do that for a very small window of time, and I don't do it anymore, mm-hmm. and I don't miss it. And But there's a certain period of time when I was like, oh, that's kind of funny or good or whatever, but then that was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this idea that you could have nothing and create something mm-hmm. is just completely foreign to me. I mean, it blows me away. It's, it's, yeah. It might as well be magic. And I, and I know magicians aren't real magic, but <laughs> also I can't figure it out. So I'm not, <laughs> I know it's not magic, but yeah. I can't trust them that it's not either. So anyway, the point is, is that like, like I, I have listened to your, so the first time I listened to you, to this, well, to your podcast, yeah, uh, my f- my first reaction was, oh, it's like a stream of consciousness thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's just he's just saying what's in his mind. I typically don't go for that. Like yeah. it's just like because, quite frankly, 
everybody's experience is so different. Yeah. Right. Like the real, like the talent in being able to um, unite listeners in this particular case, mm-hmm. or or viewers, or whatever the case may be, is 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 just is so unbelievably hard. But w- what I realized after I listened to the first episode, or I was somewhere maybe in the first episode, was like, yeah, it is a stream of consciousness thing. But it's also about people that I know. <laughs> it's about places that I know, yeah. or if I don't even if I don't know them, I've heard of them. Yeah, and that's what's kept me like that. And and like I don't think that's cheap at all. Like you've made something. I think I personally think that you've made something here that is that is so local. And mm-hmm. in that, and in, in, I mean that kind of in a, in a in broad terms, like it's so local, but is interesting. And that's yeah. that's. Unbelievably hard. Like, everybody has this idea. <laughs> I think I've heard you kind of say an idea about this before. But, like, this would be a great movie. This would be a great book. Like, mm-hmm. like the, these experiences. And I got to tell you, not that many are. Like, they really aren't. There's yeah. just not that many. Or or many of them have been done. But I it just, this, the, you taking nothing yeah. and creating something local that is interesting, I think is, is just, I, I truly, I enjoy it. It's really mm-hmm. um I think it's really cool. Like it's it's fun sitting here, mm-hmm. uh, talking uh, talking about it. But I think it's really a cool thing that you're doing. No, thank you, thank you. That's if only I can get paid for it. <laughs> Actually, I really don't. I'm care not going it. to pay yeah. you for this. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. oh okay, yeah. good. I didn't. I knew. I didn't know where <laughs> oh, you're going with that. Oh, oh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't get that in the mail. The uh, like the compensation the invoice. Because, like, yeah. Like um, I'm giving you airtime. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can have my airtime. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like the whole thing. Um. I talked about it way early is that I wanted to do this for 10 years probably. Like the first time I heard a podcast, I'm like, I think I could probably do that. I think that'd be fun. And then like I would go away from it. And then me and Aaron got together and we'd have all these crazy fucking hypotheticals or stream of conscious things we'd talk about, about anything. Sometimes funny, sometimes yeah. profound, whatever. And like, oh, we should record this. So I bought a mic and then nothing ever happened of it. And like sure. it just kept right, yeah. getting pushed off me. And yeah. Lauren talked about it forever. And then eventually I'm like, dude, I'm not doing fucking anything right now. I've got money burning holes in my pocket. Let's fucking give it a shot. And that's what uh, I keep getting that. Like when I brought Dan on um, right there, middle of March, um, that's what he talked about. He's like, there's so much stuff you talk about that like, oh, I know that. I know that guy. Yeah, or, right. you know, it's like, yeah, it's like really local. And uh, I talked about, like in the, I think the second episode is where I start like hating on pedophiles. I know, like I always make the joke of like really how, went, how I, really I, went out on a limb there, like, man. Didn't you? I'm so brave to like say <laughs> I don't care for pedophiles. <laughs> right? And like uh, my friend, uh, my sister sent me a message and said like, oh, uh, Katie and Holly, who I went to school with, uh, Katie was the grade below me. Holly was in my sister's grade. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, they were trying to figure out because I was talking about a certain person like individually who always tried to be our friend. I'm like fucking pedophile get out of here like you know you're like 18 trying to make out with seventh graders get the fuck out of here we don't like you and they're like trying to decide who like who's he talking about who's he talking about and like oh is he talking about this person and like they sent amber a message and amber asked me they're like i'm like yep that's exactly who i was talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it yeah and that that's what part like, of uh, it. i talked to Corey from the pub um and he talked about that he's like it's really interesting to hear you talk about certain people or sometimes not even say who you're talking about but i know exactly yeah who you're talking sure. about <laughs> sure like it, it's it's yeah you 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 have that it's not a it's not a built-in audience like you have to kind of mm-hmm. present it and you have to be good at it yeah it's the, the 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 stories or the yeah. anecdotes have to be interesting enough to hold somebody but also yeah. like who doesn't know the who doesn't know the the 20 year old who was trying to 
date you know date yeah. the freshman in high school or whatever and, yeah. and yes we all we all hated that guy yeah. we all hated that guy and so yes it's fun to talk about them <laughs> after the fact <clears throat> I, 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 I totally understand that the um, I have a couple of podcast podcast questions so I'm going to uh, the first is when is the Virtute episode <laughs> happening because I have been Wait, waiting yeah, I know uh, God I don't know. I I get like, I'll listen to it and I'm like, I'm gonna listen to every Virtue Taste song. I sit and listen to it. I'm like, I just need to sit down and just maybe even just like play them, and just after I get done with the song, just break down like what I. How love do about you this. not do that already? I feel like I've done that for the last <laughs> decade of my life, yeah. and well, it doesn't happen like, every day. But when you do it, you're like this, 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 this. Yeah, this, like, this. like and then like playing off like the meanings of it and like. Just not just obviously the stuff is like oh it's about his cat it's like it's also about his own fucking all these issues and like yeah. blatant to your own life. It's I'm not like, about his cat all, at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> especially oh god, Vertute at rest. <laughs> it just kills you. Yeah, oh my it god, it kills you. And I don't know how the saddest song in the world can only be a minute and twenty seconds. Yeah, but it is it is the ultimate. If you know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you don't, you're not invited. Yeah. You're not invited oh, to this. Yeah, like, like you had to put the work in to get yeah. there. Because I think uh, we talked about winners. We in like a text last year at some point, mm-hmm. and you mentioned like you know I like you don't listen to that song unless you prepare yourself to yes. listen to that song. I'm like. I think that's kind of true. I listen to it. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't just listen to this song. <laughs> By itself, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah, I can't it just like, sits yeah. there like a turd. It's yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. But but when you put it in its context and like they it like is the, it's the most heartbreaking song in the history of the world <laughs> yeah that's like i could not like <laughs> i couldn't be at work with like headphones in or something like that walking around <laughs> right. and, like i just have shuffle that song right. came on i'm just like i'm stopping i'm no. gonna sit down i'm gonna cry for a little bit yes <laughs> it's miserable yeah. it is i mean oh, the mis- so... miserable in the best possible way yeah it's not it's, it's like, not oh. it is not just a turd just sitting there i i should yeah walk that back but it is a minute 20 indie folk filler it's a filler he's not there's no music really it's just like so single it's like his guitar it's like bigfoot yeah from um reunion tour mm-hmm. oh yeah uh except not as good like it's just not it's not as good i like bigfoot i really like that song yeah but it's 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 simple but if you if you didn't kind of if you weren't into it yeah you would think that oh this is a this is a filler <laughs> yeah no, this this what, uh, a... there's like i was reading like more about it and it's like uh there's a lot of weaker than fans who've never listened to it they refuse to listen to it because they know they can't handle listening to it <laughs> like they're like we i couldn't Those do it sons of bitches yeah, it's like, I, really I, yeah they, they say it's like they, they refuse to listen to the song because they know they can't they couldn't handle listening to it I'm like it's a <laughs> no no yeah. i i like you it's like you need to it's like or it's like one of those like you know it's like I flatly it, reject it, that. Or they've listened to it once and they never want to listen to it again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> being a weaker thans fan, yeah. or being 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 a weaker thans fan means you have to go find it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not just delivered to you. Like right. you have to go find it. They they bar- they should say barely. I mean they barely toured. Yeah. There's only a couple of records. Yeah. Like, you have to go and dig into it. There are no casual Weaker Than fans. Mm-hmm. There are people who hear, who have heard Weaker Than songs and don't ever think about it again. Yeah. And there are people who have heard Weaker Than songs and are obsessed. Yeah. Because I think the first time was, I think the first song I heard by them, 
it was probably like Spotify Shuffle or something like that. Watermark came on. I was like, what's this? It just immediately kind of caught my interest and like yeah. just went in. I'm like, this is incredible. Then you look into the fact John K. Sampson used to be in Propagandi, and you're like, how the fuck did that work? Right. <laughs> uh, that, that one doesn't make any sense until yeah. you start looking at all the other punk guys who turned into folk singers. Completely different type. He's like, he's just like a poetic, like he puts poems to music. Yes. Like, you know, he's not like a Chuck Reagan from Hot Water Music playing very folky music or sure. a whole bunch of other guys. But like, he's like, he's like a poet that just kind of does It's like, how did, like, I think I sent you, it was like a tweet. It's like a propaganda practice in 1995. It's like, <laughs> yes, elite singer yes. propaganda. He's like, oh, here's 10 <laughs> songs about like, you know, the establishment trying to ruin all our fucking lives. Like John K. Sands, like, this is a song about a mouse that lives in my sweater. <laughs> my favorite recliner in Manitoba. <laughs> but... To be, <laughs> that is true yeah. and funny and and spot on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your experience has been, mm-hmm. and I don't even know when he, what his age was. Mm-hmm. But when you were younger, I know I, I shouldn't say you. When I was younger, I had fierce opinions and feelings about stuff maybe mm-hmm. my in my opinions when i was younger were stupid yeah. they, i mean because Definitely. i was yeah. stupid yeah however <laughs> what i know is i was i had fierce feelings about whatever was going on it was immediate everything was immediate right everything that happened was the worst i can't imagine being no wait i say this uh, I want to. I don't want to say that, <laughs> but uh, I, I I'm glad that I grew up when I did, mm-hmm. um, because I I I didn't. Quite frankly, I didn't have to have fierce feelings at a time when fierce feelings are now broadcast across yeah. the world all the time. Yeah, you don't have the like. Yeah, you had fierce feelings, but like. Five they people. were my own. Yeah, yeah, you could tell them to your friends, and that's like five people. Yes. Now I'm, you can say it, and like somebody just catches fire, and now millions may know about it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a card-carrying Generation X yeah. fellow, which meant uh, I had fierce feelings, and I took them like the good Irish person that I am, and I stuffed <laughs> them down as far as I could, and they turned into something else inside of me. And then when I got to a certain point in my life, I'm like, man, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Like yeah. that's that, that Essentially... That's how, but I mean, the, uh, I, I, my original point here was that, like, John K. Sampson is in a, in a band when he was young, and of course he's feeling his feelings. Yeah. And they are angry, and they are, they are propagandi at that yeah. point. And then he starts to get older. Who knows what happened? Yeah. Is that when he met his wife? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if they're still married or not, but I mean, I mean, uh, the breakup of a band is one thing. Maybe he, you know, graduated. I mean, you know, whatever was going on, and you have a different perspective, Mm -hmm. and it turns into the weaker thans. Turns into the weaker thans, right? And now it turns into his his solo work. And now he's what is he painting or writing a play or any like those other things where like he his he's he's dealing with his feelings Mm -hmm. the same way we all do better when we grow up. So yeah. like the, this, this idea that he goes from a punk band to yeah. <laughs> the guy with a mouse in his sweater is so funny. <laughs> the guy with a mouse in his sweater. It makes, it makes sense to me yeah. personally. Now, yeah. as a person who loves capital L O V E S mm-hmm. loves the weaker than I don't know if I'm just 
projecting that onto them. Yeah. I hope I'm not. <laughs> but it makes some sense, right? Yeah. Because you can hear the work. You can hear it on record. And you can go, oh, my God, is that what he used to do? Yeah. And this is what he does now? Yeah. Like, are they truly in a moose lodge? Like, what? Like, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> How does this? How does this make any sense yeah. from that? And I think it's because he's just grown the hell up. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, that's personally what I think. But yeah. so I'm waiting yeah. with bated breath on the Virtute, the cat, and and if if it, I know there has to be some talk about the cat, but this is not about the cat. Yeah. This it's is this is this is my. If I take this this excerpt mm-hmm. and and. Put it into your put it into your show, and uh, just any time that you start getting off topic, you can use it and say it's not about the cat. <laughs> it's about the guy. It's not about the cat. It's about the guy. Yeah. Um, my other question was, I noticed, and of course I haven't been listening because, like I said, I wanted to avoid the uh, wrath of uh, <laughs> not being here. Um, <laughs> what we do in the shadows? I love that show. <laughs> Dang it, I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. Those three, by the way, those three shows are amongst my favorite, though. It's Letter Kenny, What We Do in Shadows, and Archer, amongst my favorite shows and, of all time. Yeah. They're all just tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Carrie loves quoting What well, We Do in the Shadows, actually, and uh, it's always funny. I don't do it as much as I used to in the beginning of the podcast, but I used to do that good guy, great guy, wonderful guy, little shtick thing. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard you say yeah. that before. Uh, I got the... Good guy, great guy part. I end up taking that from Letter Kenny, because like they will say, "Oh, that guy's a good guy." He's like, "He's not. He's he's a great guy." Yeah. or Something like that. That's how it kind of started, and the wonderful just kind of naturally popped on for some reason, and then like, kind of ran with it. So I, basically, what I'm saying is, there's no original thoughts on my podcast. No, there's no. <laughs> to be fair, how many original thoughts are there? I haven't. No. I haven't said one original thing yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, I I. It's funny. The 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 shows that it's. Like shows like Letterkenny, like if I if if I say a Letterkenny quote, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the shows from back when I was a kid, mm-hmm. not a kid, but like uh, high school, college, yeah. right after young adult mm-hmm. that I find myself quoting all the time, but I've forgotten that they were in that show. Yeah. Um, uh, the 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 biggest one being again my favorite show. I'm going to get back to my other question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the uh, news radio. Have you ever, did you ever watch news radio? It was oh, an it was an early yeah, yeah, yeah. mid not early it was like mid to late nineties news radio. That's early where Joe to mid. Rogan came from. Rogan was on it, right? Well, I like to say that's where. That's where Dave Foley and Phil Hartman right. came from. Yeah, but, but like, yes, that's like, also Joe that, Rogan that's was always on like that the weird, show because I, I think it's on Hulu right now. And it is on Amazon. I don't know okay. if it's, it's on Hulu. Well, yeah, regardless. But, yeah, I was always remember because it's like, oh, there's the guy who'd become the biggest podcaster or whatever media, whatever he is, whatever you want to consider him, whatever, however you feel about him. It's like, he used to be on news radio. <laughs> my question is, my question is, did they know? Because he's a janitor yeah. who believes in conspiracy theories. <laughs> and like, he's crazy. Well, he's about always that. been, I guess, that guy. Well, that, so yeah. I, I want to know, did they know that then? Or did they write this show mm-hmm. and, and Joe Rogan be like, well, that makes some sense. <laughs> That's I kind of want to know that, but yeah. regardless, yeah. Um, yeah. like the number of times that I quote uh, news radio uh, just by mistake is mm-hmm. it's it's nearly uncountable. Now oh, yeah. I think the last time I had it on, Carrie had asked me how many times have you watched this through? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. 50? I don't know. It's been on forever, but yeah. I've watched it through as many times as I need to watch it through. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, those shows were those shows were uh, are, are amongst my favorite. News radio is where after Phil Hartman died, David Spade came in. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. And came in for the year. And, I actually and it just was met not... John Lovitz's cousin. Really? Yep. Is it anything like John Lovitz? After he said it, I'm like, you do kind of look like John Lovitz. <laughs> he kind of the same, but he didn't like, you know. He talked about he used to live in California. Him and uh, David Allen Greer were in the same. Uh, Karate class. They got their black belt at the same Shut time. Yeah, that's what the guy that says. is the like, that is amongst the most random things. Yeah, that he's like, he has like yeah, he was like, yeah. Me and uh, David Allen Greer were in the same one, and like, you know, he talked about like you know David Allen Greer talking to his daughter and blah blah. blah. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. He's like, I'm like, this is cool. David Allen Greer. I know David Allen Greer. <laughs> then he's like, and then like he said, John loves his cousin. I'm like, it makes sense. Your last name is Lovitz. So I'm not sure why I didn't think like as soon as he said, as soon as he brought up like a hot like a name in Hollywood, I was like, you know John Lovitz. <laughs> Do you mean John? <laughs> um, yeah, that was it. Was great for Phil Hartman. I I loved Phil Hartman when he was on Saturday Night Live, yeah. and then when he moved to that show, it's just, it's, it's it truly. If you haven't invested any time in it, it some of those shows are of their time. Yeah. They're dated, well, and they, it's hard to get away from it. But yeah. that Spin one City is a good is where one. David Spade showed up. Spin City, right? No, Spin no. City. Michael J. Fox Spin City was Michael J. Fox, and then and was then Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, no, David Spade ended up on. I mean, he he was just on, shoot me, just shoot me. Yeah, there we go. But he was on that from the start. Yeah, like he was on. Now, just shoot me was a part of that. I think right at the end of News Radio's time, right yeah. around there somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, they were part of that Thursday mm-hmm. night lineup, and News Radio was a part of that for a little yeah. while. Then they shipped them out. Yeah, um, because as you know, as I know, you know, mm-hmm. things that are truly good. Are not loved by everybody, right? Like, and so, and, and that's not what they're trying to do on yeah. network television. Right? Like, they're trying to do something else. Anyway, my other question: What was my other question? Oh, uh, I've I noticed you at least skipped the three songs at one point. Have we dropped the three songs? What's dropped, the? I'm dropping. It'd be what's happening here. I basically what? I dropped it just because it became me just sitting here listening to music, and I'm like, yeah, like. I'm either going to retool it a little bit mm-hmm. and try to be a little more critical. Because, like, one, I still don't think I've got this right in terms of playing music on the podcast. What do you mean? Because there's music rights. You have to have right. music rights. There's certain stuff. rules you have to follow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the way I read it was that you know if you, ha- if you host your podcast through Anchor, which is what I hosted through. Now it's Spotify, uh, podcasting for Spotify or Spotify podcast or whatever, that you're covered. But I'm not sure the way I'm using it is the way they mean that you're covered. I think I'm allowed to like play snippets of songs, not whole songs. So kind of like kind of like what they can do on the radio with bumper music and whatnot. Yeah, so that's like you know I think my opening songs would be fine, like where I just play like right. songs at the beginning. Right. I think it's fine, but I think me just sitting listening to a whole song is not what would be allowed. So I'm basically kind of like retooling it, and then also it's one of those things. I think I'm going to do it more from like time to time because I start start feeling like. I'm going over the same exact bands all the well, fucking no, time. Well, no, I guess I, I, I wasn't. I actually wasn't going to ask about that, but yeah, um, yeah, there was some. Yeah, some. I mean, but there was some not repeats, but like there was yeah some of the same. Yeah, bands. Yeah, I'm like, sure. I was like, I almost wanted to break I, it down. I'm like, how many times did I pick a drive-by trucker song? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's. And there was like certain bands I never got to, or like I think what the last one was I got the Outcast, like Bombs Over. That's the last song I played for the three songs was Outcast, Bombs mm-hmm. Over Baghdad. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And then like the next week, it was like literally middle of the show. Decided, uh, you know what, we're not gonna do it this week. One, I didn't have anything prepared. And as also, I'm like, if I'm not gonna be prepared for it, I shouldn't just throw three songs out. No, that's fair. That's yeah. that's totally fair. I understand. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll, I'll retool it and 
bring it back at some point or bring it back every once in a while. I'm like, hey, you know, there's three songs this week that I really fucking loved, and here you go. Because it used to be five, and that was that was ridiculous doing five because that was like 45 minutes of the show. <laughs> me listening to a song and talking about it. Like, it just got so long. I have three songs for you. Yeah. They're all about Virtute the Cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I almost I almost wrote down uh three songs, but I didn't know I don't know how, I don't know how I a I don't know how it works mm-hmm. and B I did not want to uh I well, three things. B I did not want to step on anybody's uh toes and C I didn't know if you were still doing it or not. Yeah. So I just left it in my uh I left it in my bag. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I've dropped it for the time being. Like I said, I'll retool it. I don't know whether it's like I don't know. I I'll have to just dig into the law, I guess, of how it works. The best way that I've found to dig into the law is just do it, and then somebody will tell stop, you to yeah. stop. Well, the thing is... I with, can't believe with, Spotify wouldn't tell you to stop. Well, it might be, if it gets to, like, if for some reason the podcast actually gets big enough, it might come in and like, hey, you can't do this. And then all of a sudden, the entire backlog of episodes is like, nope, these are all gone. And, and that would no, be like, okay. oh, I'd go, then you have to go back in and recut, and I'm like, oh, that's work. And this is not what this podcast is about. It's work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that part is yeah. fair. That I think, yeah, some fair. of it would be not the hardest. It's like it's basically cutting out parts of the show. But I'm like, man, if it's cutting out every single bit of music, I'm like, fuck, that's going to cut. The shows just won't even make sense because, you know, sometimes I'm talking over, especially at the beginning, I'm talking over songs. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's a whole fucking rundown of an episode because they cut the music out. I have to go in like... Get yeah. somebody who's an engineer and be like, oh, you got to take the words out. Well, gotta, that's a bummer because there were definitely some songs on there that either I liked or I hadn't heard before that yeah. I, I, that I in turn yeah. liked. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I I was probably only like repeated like a couple songs twice. I know I did uh, "Lord, I'm Discouraged" by the Hold Steady a couple times. Once I just talked about it. The second time we actually got to listen to it uh-huh. because of where it came at. Yeah, but no, I I liked that part. But also like. Putting the video up made it even weirder. So, like, you know, I'll go back and I'm trying to, like, clip stuff or do whatever I need to do. And it's like, it's just me sitting here. <laughs> like, if you're watching the video, this is, it's just, it was so odd. I'm like, if, if I have video <laughs> listeners, it's just me just sitting there with headphones on, just, mm-hmm, like, just looking miserable. <laughs> just sitting there. So that's why I've been more conscious of, like, you know, writing stuff down or, like, making sure I'm, like, in line with what I'm working on. Well, that's part of it, right? You yeah. just get more professional in your present i mean in in what you're doing right? yeah and that that makes that makes some sense yeah are we going to be uh are we are we going to be able to be um some sort of co-dj at amber's wedding i'm looking I am, at I'm, I'm looking at amber's picture she's, right here she said the music is taken care of i'm like <laughs> i don't think so because uh, you haven't talked now, to me about it so therefore the music is not taken care if of. the music is taken care of then clearly I think we're cut she out. Go to hell. <laughs> no, okay. No, uh, no. Uh, uh, that that is a true mistake mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and a bummer. Yeah, you play. That's playing for two. Do we have time to take our? Do we have time to take our wedding presents back? Like, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, plenty I'm, of time. I right? wasn't buying anything anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> now she uh, called me a couple weeks ago. She asked me to so walk my mom down the aisle. I was like, oh yeah, no problem. And I'm like. But she told me that you said I have to wear a certain thing. I'm like, that's not how this is work. I, I wear my own shit. I get to pick my own shirt I wear to this wedding. I'm an independent thinker. Yeah, I'm an independent person. <laughs> I'm going to look ridiculous at your wedding. 
Where is the wedding? It's down. It's down in Portsmouth. Yeah, or I think they're down having... there somewhere. Maybe not in Portsmouth. I don't know where it's at. I think it's they're... local to Portsmouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, is this the spelling? Yeah, this is the spelling bee episode, which is one of my favorites. Is that what this? Is? Oh, yeah. Yep. She sure. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> I know they were. They were just sitting in the. Uh, what is that? The Ukrainian, the Ukrainian hall, or whatever <laughs> yeah, the they call it. The agricultural hall. No, yeah, no, that was, was no, hall. that was that's not the agricultural. One. That's the U- the Ukrainian. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. The Grange or whatever it is, <laughs> Ukrainian hall. And uh, so that means uh, old boy who comes in with the dark web is going to be one of these episodes coming up. And that's, yeah. I know that's one of Carrie's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so, I always like to be the guy who's hip to stuff before everybody else, and I. I, for some reason, I got to make sure everybody also knows that. I watched Letterkenny before it got the Hulu, like so. Like I was what, like the video, like the video shorts, or were they making the they were making? It the was episodes. like the show was like it was on. Like, I think it's Crave or I can't remember what it is on oh, the Canadian yeah, station yeah. up there. So yeah. I'm like, I had access to it. I was like, oh cool. I was like going through. I'm like, what's this show about? So I watched it, and then it comes to Hulu, and everybody starts quoting. It. I'm like, oh, I knew about the show before you guys did. <laughs> Just so you know, even though nobody asked. Yeah, even though nobody asked. That's right. I just want to make sure everybody knows that I, I, I watched this before. Now, it's, it's not as good as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've, yeah, you've earned that, that right. You've yeah. earned that right. And by yeah. the way, uh, I started watching it when it was on Hulu, and I yeah. can tell you, objectively, it's not as good as it used yeah. to be. But it, there are still moments where I'm how, like, God. How many ideas can talented people possibly have? Yeah. There's only well, you, there's a finite number of ideas. Yeah. Yeah, there's like ten seasons, sixty plus episodes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more. And there's than always anybody. random skits too, so it's like you know, eventually all skits shows kind of just yeah. But yeah, but the no, the Shorzy show is pretty wonderful. I thought that one did. I thought they did that pretty yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And that was like a little more streamlined, and then like they actually had a story to it. And then, in terms of like actually representing a sport on a show, it's like that seems actually realistic. How'd you become a hockey guy? Um. We used to be a Dropkick Murphys fan, and I like to be different. So I was like, well, like, you know, why don't I get into hockey? And the Blue Jackets sucked. I'm like, well, who could be on my team? Like, Dropkick Murphys from Boston. I like Boston, so I'll be a Boston Bruins fan. Mm. Well. And then they lost. They were the best team in the league that year. I joined up, and they lost in the second round. The next year, they went up 3-0 on the Flyers. And lost the series four three, even though they were up three to nothing in game seven, they still lost. <laughs> then the next year they won the Stanley Cup. That one kinda hurt your feelings a little bit. Yeah, that was yeah. awful. Then the next year we played the Flyers in the playoffs again and went up three oh, but closed them out in the sweep. I was like, Oh, ghosts are exercise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been it, like it's been great being a Bruins fan, especially this year, but like just overall been to three Stanley Cup finals, even though two one was just the disastrous. I still have that whole fucking thing i want to write about it oh i have no idea how it's going to ever work i've been wanting to write it for 10 years because oh it's devastating but then the the blues one was awful because we were so much better than they were and we completely dominated that entire series and lost in game seven at home on just you look at every single stats like who won four nothing like oh the bruins did it's like nope they lost four nothing in this game <laughs> or four one they lost four one in this game even though every single stat shows they should have won four to one in this game right. yep <laughs> That's always that's always just the kick the just yeah. the kick in the gut. And the whole time like I'm that. at old school here in Columbus, and there's like these ten year old kids who came up because that was the year the Bruins beat the Blue Jackets in the playoffs. Okay, and these kids are coming up just talking shit to me, 
And I'm just like, I don't care that you're 10. I will slap the fucking look right off your face. <laughs> that is some adult talk for some 10-year-olds, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just look at them. No, like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're kids. Who cares? Like, you know, like, hey, like, get out of here. Get lost. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> get lost. Tell me when you get to hold a chick's hand. Then you can come talk to me. <laughs> no, but it got to the point where the guy at the bar stops hating the Bruins and becomes a Bruins fan because, like, of how horrible these these kids is. <laughs> keep coming up to talk. And, like, I'm not acknowledging him, so eventually they're just like, well, if he's not going to react, I'm done. Because that's that's what everybody does now. They just need a reaction. I'm just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck yeah. about you. Yeah, again, I'm. that's why I'm glad I'm not a young person. Yeah. I know, I know I'm probably two full cycles away from being a young person <laughs> since or since I've been a young person, but I'm yeah. just so glad that I'm not at this point because you're right. Uh, they're, they're just there to get a reaction mm-hmm. and they learned that from getting instant reactions to everything that they do. Yeah. Right. Um, we had, we went, we went and saw, um, we were at the Paramount the other night. We went and saw David Sedaris. Um, he is an author, like an essayist. Oh, yeah. been there for, done it forever. And, He's really, really, I, I think is true. I've been a fan for a little while now. Anyway, the first, he, he read a handful of essays and took some questions. It was good. It was, it, it was, it was absolutely worth it. Yeah. Um, but the first one he read was essentially, <laughs> essentially, uh, why, why kids suck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, there's obviously more nuance than, yeah. than that. But the basic premise is, um, kids suck, and one of the points that um, that he makes that it's it's like it's not their fault, because mm-hmm. um, quite frankly, what again? One of the points was, uh, you know, by the time they graduate from high school, that or no, by the time they enter enter college, they will have likely graduated twelve times. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 that very thing where literally everything they do is so special. Mm-hmm to them that how can we possibly blame them for thinking that if they are popping off to you, they don't think that they're the smartest yeah. little turd on the block. <laughs> of course you do. Because when they finish second grade, they graduated from second grade yeah. or they have a parent who tells them they do everything great. It was, it was an interesting take on the, everybody gets a trophy yeah. trope. Uh, but it, he also follows that up with, you know, really what should be happening is you should, just smack them as hard as you can. <laughs> like maybe not smack other people's kids, but if it's your kid, yeah. you should smack them. Uh, um, <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? Uh, one, you know, one out of every four families should be able to have kids, but they should have as many as they want. Like yeah. there's never going to be one parent, one kid, or anything yeah. like that. Like it's, it's it's it was not meant to be interesting because it, it's a joke. Yeah. But also, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh, Bill Burr had a bit way back when he was talking about he's you know outside with his like friend's kid and the kid's like four or five and he's like oh you see that star up there trying to just be cool like, yeah. with, like trying to bond the kids like that's actually Jupiter Jupiter's like the names of like, all this stuff about Jupiter so like Bill just you know not having kids of his own at that point just like pours water on. <laughs> And he's like, didn't know what to do. Yeah. And they're like, what did you, you poured water on my kid? Yeah. He's like, well, I'm, obviously I'm kind of fucked up. <laughs> Why do you let your kid talk to me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can't talk to me that way. 
Ah. So how is my sister doing? You probably see her more than I do. I, 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 um, I mean, that's, she's, well, she's in Dayton she, now. She's doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, let's see, Who? I, I, I cancel, I will tell you this, I canceled a meeting with her, uh, um. Runs in the family. Today, so I could come do this. I actually canceled it yesterday. And, uh, she must, I don't know, somehow she must have caught wind that I was coming up to see you. Yeah. And, uh. She said, "So you can't you cancel our meeting to go do the podcast?" And I said, "No, I, not just for that. Like I, I did have a meeting earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought my suit for the for the gala. I'm going to look really, really good. Nice. Um, uh, but then, yeah, then yeah, I was gonna come up here. I'm gonna come come see you. And she said, and her own this was via text. And her only <laughs> response was, <clears throat> her only response was convenient. And like my like I'm thinking." Yeah, this is kind of convenient. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know of all the things. I don't know why convenience is the thing I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting shouted on for. Like I, you know, I understood. I if I rearrange your schedule or if I made if I made something that was, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more work for you or inconvenient for you, but it is truly convenient for me to come see you when I'm coming up here. Yeah. I, I think actually I should be applauded for convenience. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, no, I. I see her on campus because she's she's working remotely a mm-hmm. lot. Um, I don't I don't know what her schedule is. I know I see I know I see her at least every week, but I don't usually know what days. Yeah. I think she told me at one point, yeah. and as part of my charm, I have forgotten <laughs> what what that was. But um, oh, she seems to be doing well. I'm going to. I, I'm far. She not hiring you and I to do the music for her wedding mm-hmm. is way worse than me canceling today's <laughs> meeting. I said I would have done it for free. Would have done it for free. I absolutely would have yeah. done it for free. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you got I have. I've done wedding. Have you done a wedding before? Yeah, they're easy. Mm-hmm. They basically run themselves. And also, wedding music can be not cool. Yeah. They're not good music. But if you can just move the needle a little bit, five percent or ten percent or whatever, yeah. you've done your job. Yeah, as as, as hipster douchebag DJ yeah. you've done your job <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm actually doing a wedding this summer like I'm doing my friend Haley's wedding yep she wants to do karaoke as well I'm like okay sure duh yep. of course you would sure. yeah. I did I did Casey and Jeremy's wedding mm-hmm. and I did did I do her aunt's her aunt's wedding I did somebody else's wedding when I think the pre <laughs> we have pictures somewhere. Yeah. One of the two of us has a picture of the 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 the, the guy who ran the thing. Yeah. I, I, I obviously who officiated. Officia- thing. There, there you go. go. Yeah. There you go. I nailed it. The guy who officiated was making out on the dance floor. I believe. I mean, it was his wife. I don't yeah. think he was. Like, it wasn't a random <laughs> like that. But he was absolutely making out with his wife on the dance floor, which uh, you're like, oh, that's nice. And then you're, and then you see him, you're like, oh, mm, what? No, <laughs> that's not that's not <laughs> nice at all. Um, no, I've done a couple of weddings, and they've always been. Mm-hmm. I'm. Talk about how easy they were. The first one I did was for my friend Bree in Nashville. And I not only DJed, I also bartended. You did a Nashville wedding? Yep. And you can't be trusted to do Amber's wedding? Yep, can't do a side of county oh, one. Oh, for crying out loud. That's Music City, USA. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, wait. Like, complimenting me. That's what like, is Music City? Is that, is, that, is that Detroit? It's the country music capital of the world. There we we go. know this. Yeah. I think Music City, USA. Yeah, I, I think it know. is Music City. 
What? It's no. I think I, I think I'm conflating the two. This is why I, I like I having see... Justin here, because Justin was supposed to look. Where is Justin? Because he doesn't want to do this anymore. He hates us. He hates me. <laughs> what a jerk! Now I forgot to ask you about this one. What so. part of the podcast do we go egg his house? <laughs> like that'll be my first live <laughs> podcast. First live Remote. podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. straight to pilot here to egg Justin's house. <laughs> No, I didn't um, ask him to do this one. I usually ask him, but I kind of forgot because things kind of came about. And then I realized, you know, like I said, my buddy Nick's coming tomorrow. I talked about this past episode. I'm like, I'm going to be talking probably about two hours Tuesday. I told two Justin, hours Wednesday. I said this. <laughs> two hours Wednesday. Then like, then I got to do the regular episode. I usually do them Friday nights. I'm like, I'm going to be talking so fucking much. And I almost, a, that is a lot of talking. Yeah, and then like I almost had Casey was almost going to come over Friday to jam. And all of a sudden, I'm like, when the fuck am I supposed to do the show? Because yeah. Saturday, I'm going to the crew game with my other buddy, other Chris. Life happens. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. What do you call that guy? Cat. Cat Chris. Yeah, Chris. Cat Chris? Chris the cat. <laughs> Never mind. Karaoke Chris, not so bad. <laughs> yeah. well, I call him that because he used to call himself that everyone, as we were younger because his initials spell cat. So it's Thomas, Andrew Thomas. So, like, you know, he did that. So I, I call him that because he probably does not go by that at yeah. all anymore. But yeah. I want to remind him of the time that he called himself Cat. <laughs> <laughs> A real friend never forgets. <laughs> Nashville's got to be – I don't think Nashville I – think I think I'm conflating, like, like mu- Hit City oh, USA and the Music City. I, I, think I've, I think I've messed this up somehow. But regardless, if you've done a wedding – in Nashville, you certainly that that is more than enough qualification to uh, work Amber's wedding for free. Mm-hmm. She's just gonna pay somebody to do it. Must be nice to have all that money. Yeah, must be nice to be rich. Yeah, I mean, I, not like I could use the exposure after every song. You remember pl- to check out my podcast, Monster Egg Pilot. Uh, <laughs> just maybe, becomes a big advertising maybe, event. Maybe play a song or two. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't yeah. know. What's why not? Yeah. Slap it in there. Uh, I hope I hope my disappointment is obvious <laughs> in the audio in the in the audio of this podcast. If not, we may have to type out the transcript and add some emojis. What do you got? You got it? Uh, everything that came up was Nashville. So Music City USA? Yep. Yeah, all right. I yeah. nailed it. So mentioned like Charlie normal, Crockett as well. I, I was like, it. Oh cool, Charlie Crockett. Charlie Which somebody you turned me on to as well. Charlie Crockett, so good. Yeah, so good. He got a swagger. He's got a cool country music voice. He he makes me like country music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's not that not that many. And I and I, I I I admit that I may not understand the the um or that I'm just missing the point on mm-hmm. Dwight Yoakam or mm-hmm. even some of the. Uh, Randy, Tra- like you know, like like the big names from yeah. from my youth, like the nineties nineties yeah. country, where if you if you were out there, you were a huge name. There were no yeah. little names, but I, I never, I don't get it. Yeah, um, Charlie, for whatever reason, Charlie Crockett makes me like Sturgill Simpson's in that same boat. Mm-hmm. Although I never like, I I really started liking Sturgill Simpson when he started moving away from the really traditional yeah. sounding tr- sounding country yeah. music style that he had. And I can respect the fact that he sounds great. It's just, it's not, yeah, it's not my, my, that was the personal same thing. Preference. I was like, I never got super into him because I'm just kind of like, eh. Like, yeah, I was like, he's great at this, but 
it's just not my thing. Yeah. What I think. But it, then he had that. The what? What's the? The the. The crazy anti thingy. The, the oh. comic book, the Fury and the Sound, or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not familiar. Yeah, he had with like that. a Netflix like little movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. Yeah, that's and basically that's just the my... record, just like but actually movie. Which record? I think it's the Fury and the Sound. I think. Oh, it's... that's the name of the record too. I think that's okay. what it's named. I miss that's beyond me. Oh. So if you're not doing the music at the wedding, you must be. You're walking your mom down the aisle, mm-hmm. and then just going right up and officiating it, or. No. Is it in a church? I think it is. I think it's a Catholic wedding. Is it a Catholic? Wedding? Yeah. So you know, prepare to be in a church for about I don't three think, hours. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah, I think it's. Well, every time I, I mean, ever went to like an actual Catholic wedding growing up. Uh, it was like an hour. It's longer maybe. than it's longer than the weddings that we like to go to, but it's yeah. not. It, I mean, like it's, it's not since the way I grew up on like Catholic weddings. I always found like whenever I went to like other weddings, and they just they'd walk down the aisle and be like four minutes, and they leave. I'm like, yeah, why the fuck did we spend all this Let's... money to get this dressed up to be here for four minutes? Yeah, <laughs> like Ukrainian hall. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh yeah no understood i have i never told you that if and i i i'm i'm okay with sharing that i'm not i'm just non-religious i've never really have yeah, been. I, i'd actually talk because it was easter i talked quite a bit about a little well i talked a little bit about religion is that right yeah Oof, about this boy. past week i'm just kind of like church not for me oh, I'm gonna, not for me i'm gonna mainly avoid it other than what i will say is that outside of the things mm-hmm. the the outside of the news mm-hmm. if i had to if i was forced mm-hmm. to choose which may who knows may happen sometime uh <laughs> if i had to choose like catholicism absolutely would be it mm-hmm. i love it i really i mean I, like the 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 uh mass i love going to mass it's mm-hmm. great like the uh, I don't. I say this as somebody who does not go to mass <laughs> ever um but when i did um the Kind of the celebration, the the, mm-hmm. the 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 like all the things that they bring to the table, like mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. It especially when you are truly trying to tell me that this is the most important thing to my everlasting soul. Yeah. <laughs> like put some effort into it. Yeah, get dressed up. Yeah, uh, you know, swing the thing around. Do yeah. some smoke. Have some kids carry some stuff. Like mm-hmm. have a huge book. Have a have a have holy water. Have the sacraments. Have I, yeah. all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That I won't name anything, but like that, some of the, the the other churches just they they reference, but then they're you know in the basement of a Dollar General, <laughs> like yeah. that's fundamentally unserious. Yeah, Catholics are serious. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's the very obvious other stuff where you're like. And and obviously the setup leads to that, like what they're asking priests to do and, and all that. Like it's pretty well it's well documented. Yeah. Nothing that needs to be reheated here, mm-hmm. but like there the, the 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 overwhelmingly vast majority of Catholics are good, if not great, Catholics, mm-hmm. and um, to 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 kind of poo poo that whole thing because. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, mm. I also think that the solution comes from within. Like the people who I'm now I'm praising, mm-hmm. they're the ones that have to fix it. We can't fix it. I can't as a non-religious person, I can't yeah. fix it because the Catholic Church can look at me and go, 
Step aside, Sonny. Like yeah. we're doing this is like the grown-ups are talking. Yeah. And that's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do believe and uh, across the board there are overwhelmingly good people that are believers mm-hmm. and they need to fix that thing. Yeah. Um, but that is the long way around. I guess should not have gone there. That is the <laughs> long way around of me saying if I had to pick one, like Catholicism is absolutely at the yeah. top. I really like it. Yeah. Should not have gone there is the theme of Monster Inc. Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the fact the churches, the churches themselves are more beautiful than the other churches. Yeah. Catholic churches are hands down the most beautiful churches. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I should say amongst Christianity. I guess I can't speak to yeah. non-Christian uh, uh, like, places yeah, of worship. Yeah, because you but, get to, like uh, mosques and stuff like that, especially like Middle Eastern ones that are like very elaborate and like. Uh, is the Taj Mahal a religious? I'd have to look in the Taj Mahal. I think it is a Hindu kind of sacred temple type thing. Yeah. Again, let's it. talk about things. I'm probably very wrong. Really don't I am know a dumb about. American, so I probably. So, when was so- the last time you saw Lucero? <laughs> like, I think this is not anything that yeah. was worth talking about. But, I mean, yeah. uh, yes, you are likely right. So, any, any, anyway, any, anything in the Christian yeah. uh, world. That's anyways. like the thing with me. It was like, I couldn't, I just did not, it never connected with me. Like, I could not bring myself to want to go to mass at all. Is that right? Yeah, I just always fought it. Like, as far back as I can remember, I always fought going. If I was a kid, yeah. I would have fought it, too. It's yeah. long. You, it's, Those, it's Like, it's, that's things like art, 50 minutes, like less than an hour. Really? Yeah. Nope. Then I hear, like, people's like, oh, we went to church twice on Sunday, like two hours yeah. both times. I'm like... It's stuffy. Yeah, like, yeah. there's... I, I can understand... I mean, I mean, I, mean yeah. I didn't go to Sunday school as a kid. My mother would have been delighted had yeah we gone to church together as a family we didn't yeah uh she didn't leave it up to us but i think she took us a couple times and was smart enough to go oh, i'm not doing that again yeah. <laughs> uh and so like we just we didn't go anymore but mm-hmm. like as a kid for yeah. sure i just i experienced catholicism at no other time except as an adult and mm-hmm. i looked around and went oh these people are actually serious about what they're talking about yeah uh the other ones I find sometimes hard to believe. Yeah. That's what, like, I, I talked a little bit about, I always tried to find ways to get out of it. Like, there's one time, like, I fell asleep. I was probably, like, six or something like that. I fell asleep. And for, like, the next, like, three or four masses, I would try to fall asleep. Just so, like, oh, I don't have to deal with it. I can just be asleep. When I wake t- up, it'll be over. Yeah. Basically, yeah. But there was one time, like, when I started getting, like, allergies really bad. Like, one, like my eye would sometimes just go crazy. Like, just super itchy. Like, you know, it'd get really red and puffy. There's one time where I did that, and I had to, like, go outside and, like, I don't know, whatever. So for, like, the next, like, three or four weeks, I sit there and just keep scratching my eye. Hopefully, so my mom like, oh, you know, go to the bathroom, whatever, to, like, wash your eye. Whatever I had to do, I was like, any way to get out, I was trying to figure out a way. It was like, no. Nah. <laughs> it was just, for some reason, just, I could not, no, I don't want to do this. I fought it tooth and nail. Like, I, I told the story last week. I think I told it way back in the early days, like, I tried at 14. I'm like, you know what? I've got to do this the rest of my life anyway, so I should start enjoying it. And that lasted <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I hate I don't like this. I just don't like this. That's but, okay. You you know, know, every once in a while, I do think about, like, maybe I should just go down and, like, you know, go experience it. There's one up here in Columbus that does it all in Ita- Italian, like, all the whole mass in Italian. Really? Yeah, I'm like, that would be kind of fun to go to. I would like, I would, it, yeah. like. And I, then watching Midnight Mass on Netflix, which is wonderful. Especially, like, it's so much better if you were a Catholic growing up because, like, yep, I remember every single fucking thing they're talking about in this Is that right? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of, like, Catholic, like, stuff throughout the whole thing. I'm like, yep, 
yep, I know that. I know that psalm. I've heard that psalm so many fucking times. <laughs> this is the same description that I gave to uh, when I was trying to describe why I liked your podcast. Yeah, it is the same as the Catholic Church and the and Midnight Mass. So <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, I, yep, I, I, I know that. I don't really like this, but I know that person. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Why don't you ever, why have you, how is it possible that you have never joined us at the Nelsonville Music Fest? I don't know. It can't possibly be because you've never been invited. That cannot be true. I don't think I've ever been officially like, you know, like, oh, hey, if you want a ticket, I can get you a ticket and we'll, we'll go together or whatever or something like that. Oh, it's we never been like that official. We don't have to get you a ticket. They're for sale. You can buy your own ticket. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like, oh, hey. You know, They're just, for sale everywhere. It's just one of the, yeah. It's like one of those, like, hey, do you want to go to the Nelson? Never been one of those, like, hey, do you want to go or yeah. something like that? Or like, it's I just, can't believe you haven't gone. Yeah, just never. Like, uh, there was one year in particular, I think Isbell was there, Frank Turner was there. There's a whole bunch of, like, that's probably. You want to know who else was there that weekend? What? Wilco. Oh, I saw Wilco up here. Casey was there. I think I got your tickets, if I'm thinking correctly. And you may have, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, uh, she and Jeremy were going, and mm-hmm. they asked if we want to go, and we absolutely said yes, or I definitely would have said yes. Yeah. And I think we, we were going to go. It wasn't. It wasn't Carrie. It was me. That like something came up, or maybe I was out of town or something like that. Yeah. that I couldn't go. Because um, yeah, we knew early on that we couldn't go. Yeah. So we ended up getting. Yeah, like I said, pretty sure your tickets. Me and my buddy Nick, like who's coming on the show tomorrow, he went with me. No, he went to that Is that the show. only time you've seen him, or you've yep. seen him before? I've seen him. I've seen them once. I've seen Jeff Tweedy as a solo act. Yeah, like just a few months before that. Yeah. I think I also got your ticket for that one too. <laughs> I don't remember that. Did you? Yeah, he uh, played. I think he played the same theater. Uh, yeah, like um, it was odd because like, like uh, like I know Casey and I know Jeremy a little bit, uh, but I sat with uh, their daughter Ave. I'm kind of like <laughs> that kid's all right. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know. Um, she's not a kid anymore. Yeah, she. Gotta, yeah, I think she's. Yeah, I think Casey says she's nineteen. I'm like, no, she's what not. What the hell? Nope. Because I remember her at the pub being like, yeah, I guess nine or ten or something like that by this point. Yeah. I'm like, no, she's not. No, that's not true. You're, you're fucking lying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that kid's all right. Yeah. I really, I like Ave. Yeah. Uh, she uh, at one of the at the at the um, at the Nelsonville, um, where the that the Decembrists were there. Yeah. Um, and Colin Malloy rolled out after like three songs because his voice was just shot. Or yeah. I think he was sick or whatever it was. <clears throat> anyway, um, we walked over to the merch tent with Ave. Like, Ave wanted to go over there. And Gary and I were like, yeah, we'll go, whatever. Like, Jer- I, Jeremy and Casey were doing something. I, whatever. Yeah. And we walked over there. And uh, she's looking around and she picked up uh, she picked up one of the December shirts. I can still see it, and because in my mind, like she, I, and she was looking at, she picked it up. She was looking at it, and in my mind, I was kind of standing behind her, going, "Please pick that one. Please pick that one." It's the one that it just says, "Everything is awful." it. <laughs> <laughs> and it may say the December is maybe below it, or maybe on the back, or whatever yeah. it was. But she was looking at it. I'm like, "Please get that one. Please get that one." And you could tell she was kind of hemming and hawing yeah. over it, and. I, and I don't think it was me. I think it was Carrie. I was like, just get it. Like you want it, just get it. And by yeah. the way, it's a funny shirt. It's a good shirt. You're yeah. gonna want that. Um, and that was when we came back. We're like, yeah, it's just, everything is awful. This is exactly. <laughs> you've raised a good kid here. Yeah. She's just fine. She's just fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember. I can't remember the story anymore because Tweety was telling about one because he just released a solo record at that point. 
and there's a song on it that he wrote for his, his wife and like he said what the lyrics were and like they're like super super sweet like one of those where you couldn't help go oh like that's that's fucking kind it was of nice yeah, it's nice. really nice mm. he's like so of course i changed it <laughs> <laughs> now it's about drinking yeah, yeah changed it up. Yeah. now it's, it's about like, doing drugs yeah because like wilco's one i've never got soup like you know i've listened to some records or more just like songs yeah. some records so i've never got super into wilco but i've always really liked what i've heard uh, I have Uncle Tupelo stuff here. I think I only have one Uncle Tupelo. Down to record. the end? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one order. do you have? Uh, the one with Whiskey Bottle. I think it's Maybe. actually a compilation. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I yeah. think it's got quite a bit on there. Um, what was it going to say? Well, shit. lost my train of thought. You were talking about the, the song that he wrote, uh, the yeah. sweet song that he wrote for his wife, and he changed the lyrics, and then... Then talk about, I didn't get super into... Well, yeah, you were super into Wilco. I think that was the whole point. <laughs> I didn't get super into him, but I have seen him. It's wonderful. The, it's really great, right? <laughs> yeah. Like an eye popper. Um, yeah. I, so, the two things, and one of them is, one of them is interesting. <laughs> that, should be, that is the name of my podcast that will never be published, ever. Uh, two things. One of them is interesting. Um, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, you are, you are. I know you are, but I'm just going to say, just in case, you are familiar with Uncle Tupelo's No Depression, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Just that's make, the record that got me into. Him. Like, there's okay. like No Depression. Just, like, just making sure. I think uh, Moonshiner's on No Depression. Yeah, it might be yeah. the record I have up there for yeah. all I know. Moonshiner's on that one. Yeah. Uh, wait, Moonshiner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the first song I ever heard from Uncle. Oh, Tupelo. I've already forgot. I think I forgot. Oh, so the Wilco album. That I ended up liking the most is the one that Jeff Tweedy is on record as saying he likes it the least, and it's mm. the um, uh, "A Ghost Is Born," the egg. Yeah. Um, and I just find it so ridiculously interesting, mm-hmm. and I can understand why he doesn't like it because I'm sure I, I boy this is I sh- this is projecting, but I would be surprised if you asked him, he didn't say, yeah, I, it was a little self-indulgent or yeah. I needed an editor or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but because of the other fantastic players in the band, like it absolutely works. Mm-hmm. Is it self-indulgent? Yeah, <clears throat> of course it is. Uh, but isn't every how... album kind of self-indulgent? Well, <laughs> yeah, by definition, right? Yeah. But I mean, even like because it, it's it's the experimental one, right? It's yeah. the one where they're trying to do something. So unless they are doing the backwards, going from Wilco to Propagandi, yeah. there's going to be self-indulgent moments, yeah. right? So and uh, whatever he doesn't like playing it, but it did then spawn the kick-ass live record, the kicking television. Mm-hmm. Which is, and those songs that have to be so unbelievably hard to play live are all on there. And they sound really good, (laughs) right? It's just like, I think think it is an achievement that that he is downplaying for whatever reason. Um, Maybe he he truly doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it's... uh, um, uh, you know, a self a defense mechanism or yeah. what? But if he truly doesn't like it, whatever. Like the, everybody, it hits everybody different. Yeah. But I, I think it is a true achievement of all the records that they have. Yeah. And quite frankly, the, a couple of records after have been kind of they're they're more like folky type. Yeah, and they sound boring in comparison to a Ghost Is Born, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that's what uh, it's like. Every band that ends up having that longevity in terms of how many records they put up, they always have that one that they always say like, oh. 
we don't care about that one. Yeah. Like, drive-by truckers don't care about blessing and a curse. Well, I know Patterson doesn't like blessing and a curse. I kind of like that one, too. I know. That's the thing. I don't, like, it's I'm not like, my favorite one, I'm but like, I kind of like that Three one. Doors Down. Or not Three Doors Down. <laughs> <laughs> three Dimes Down right. is on that record. Right. <laughs> I think World of Hurt's on there, which World Patterson... Of Hurt. No, wait. Is World of Hurt on? No, World of Hurt is on... No, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a, on the next one. It's on... Uh, Go-Go Boots? Yeah. yeah. No. No. Not Go-Go Boots. The, um, the, the monkey, right? It's one that's a blessing of the dark... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, creation at the... Yeah, you've you've read the book twice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's well, on Well, they one. don't go... They mostly kind of lead up to mostly the Dirty South. Not, they're kind of in that little range. Only, well, still. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then Hold Steady's not... Anyway, regardless. Yeah, yeah but then like Hold Steady's not huge fans of... Um, uh, heaven is whenever, which is kind of after the, the I call it the Holy Trinity, the massive yeah, records, the Holy yeah. Trinity. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the one they don't like them because it's basically right where like both of them is like right where the bands feel like they're about to fall apart. Yeah, like, that's when Isbell gets kicked out of the band. That's when um, actually is three times down on blessing and a curse. No, it's not. Yeah, so I'm done. That one, I believe that. Yeah, one. that's on I believe that one one's well. on. Yeah. I thought that one's on Go Go Boots. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's on the same. Brighter one. than Creation's Dark. Yeah. I just can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I think they're both on that same record. Um, because Space City, Space City is the Cooley song. I'm thinking of. It's not Space City. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Is that the Cooley song? Not nice. Fuck. <laughs> not Space City. Gravity's gone. That I, is the Isbel. Uh, Gravity's gone is, is the Cooley song because he only wrote like two songs for that record. Cooley yeah. did. Yeah. But that's the song I keep thinking of because space, gravity, they, the wires got crossed Gravity's in my brain. Gravity's gone. Yeah. Which is the ones that Isabel has on that record? Cause he's got songs that are okay. I yep. like I, that are okay on that one. Yeah, that's when like, cause like that, even at the point like, you can listen to it now, you're like, Jason seems like he's in a completely different band than what's around the songs. It's like his. You know what I mean? It's like that's not that's not unfair. I would say yeah, for that like, for that one record. Yeah, for that record, yeah. it's like yeah. he's like his like songs kind of sound loud. But with Sean, isn't Atta- there a Wednesday? Isn't Wednesday on that record? I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. That that's the song that I I I think February fourteenth is a killer oh, yeah. opener, mm-hmm. and I think Wednesday is yeah. terrific. Like those are the those are the two temples for yeah. me for that record. Um, um, but I was going to tell you that did I tell you about in the. Drive by Trucker's book. Patterson's talking about Mike Cooley because we haven't talked about how like fucking cool Mike Cooley is. The the absolute <laughs> the, the coolest, stone cold. Coolest, yeah, just like yeah. the coolest fucking guy ever. Um, but there's the great quote in there because Patterson wrote all these songs growing up. You know, his dad, you know, played with the Rolling Stones, helped produce Rolling. Uh-huh. Like, he helped produce Sticky Fingers, all that fun stuff. And um, he's talking about you know he wrote all these songs. And he says I wrote ten thousand songs before I wrote a Living Bubba. Which he considers one of his best. Yeah, right, sure. Yeah, he's like, yep. I wrote 10,000 songs before I wrote that song. He's like, uh, Mike wrote five songs and he wrote one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if you've told me that one before. I've, yeah. I've seen something. You may have told me that yeah. one before. Yeah, it's, like, it's one of that my favorite. Was, it's a great quote. Yeah, he's it's like, a, fuck him. <laughs> that, like, that's that's hard. Can you, and the number of times that you, you I know before, I, I don't know if it was before we started or, or not, but I, you talked about like, you know, you've had some of these podcasts where you've started and then pitched it because mm-hmm. you got whether it was no good or you got off yeah. on something or whatever. Yeah. And like, I can respect that, and it's kind of the same process, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, Matt. I mean, 
and I, I absolutely believe him. Like the number of songs that he wrote before he got to yeah. uh, Living Bubba. Like, um, what do you do with that? Like, <laughs> do you truly pitch it? Do you hold it? Do they turn it into other songs? Yeah. But like, really, in my mind, if you write a song and then you realize I can't do anything with this, that's got to hurt your yeah. heart. <laughs> like, right? Like, those are those are generally very personal <laughs> things. Well, that's and what... to to finally t- to finally go. This is not gonna work. Mm-hmm. That's got. That's gotta be brutal. Oh yeah, that's what the in the book rereading it. They're at the point where they're. I think I told you about. They're they're trying to record the Dirty South, not Dirty South, a uh, Southern rock opera, and they hate each other. And like Cooley's chucking whiskey glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the type to throw whiskey glasses, yeah. whiskey bottles. What, I remember. God, why? See, I. That's what I miss. Like all my favorite bands, like what would be considered their heyday is before I could kind of go to shows. So like you know, the drive-by truckers, like Southern rock opera. I'm ten, eleven years old. I'm not going to go get to see them live. So I get to see them first time. That was my first show post pandemic. Was the drive-by truckers. That yeah. was the first time I ever got to see them live. Like Lucero, same thing. Even though I think thirteen seventy two is their best record, Tennessee's their greatest record. Um, yeah. Same thing with the Hold Steady. By the time, like, my first song I heard by Hold Steady was The Weekenders, which is off uh, Heaven Is Whenever. Yeah. So I'd missed the Holy Trinity. Right. So it's like, you know, I these bands that I fucking idolize, I don't get to see their heyday. And I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I have no idea where I was going with that. It's interesting because the, the, the heyday can be. What's. Well, if I'm following you here, the heyday can be a little bit tricky, right? Yeah. Like, because if if you are if you are along for the ride from mm-hmm. the start or from early on, yeah. I, I, this is actually oh, <laughs> actually I, I figured it out. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, so sorry to cut you off there. Uh, don't worry, Basically, I'll come I was back to it. Like, so, like first time I listened to the Drive By Truckers or something off Go Go Boots, that was the first time I had heard sure. that, or at least I knew that I was listening to them, and. Uh, there was a Grantland article that it came out just around that time talking about the drive-by truckers. And they kind of talked about, you know, Isabel leaving a band, all this stuff, yeah. like coming to terms with it. And they described Mike as like, you know, he gives you that look of like, you know, if you turn that recorder off, I'd tell you some real shit. <laughs> Instead of like, I'm going to give you some bullshit answer, but if you turn that recorder off, I'd actually tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gi- to give you the stroker ace yeah, answer stroker when you ace. turn off that recorder. <laughs> well, that's what the, at the end of Do It Yourself... I think that's or it's, no, it's at the end of uh, when a pin hits a shell. It's my stroker bait. And he says like you hear that and, like Patterson say that's my stroker bait. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think they're going to do it yourself. I think isn't that how the song? It's a uh, when a pin hits shell, then do it yourself. Do it yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's when they have the thing. Yeah. Uh, I will. I there you've 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 stirred my memory on a couple of things. Do it yourself. By the way, oh, the, I yeah. think. The, the the demons line is the best. Yes, it is yes. the best. <laughs> yes, you've told me that before, and like I, I have. Have we? Okay, yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah, you told me about that before, and I listen. Like it is like leaning back under the microphone, turning your demons into goddamn noise and sound. <laughs> Walls like, of goddamn noise and sound. Are you? <laughs> and then and the and the band just pours in after yeah. that. I mean. He references this wall of sound yeah. that is coming from 
the darkest of places. Yeah. And then the guitars just are a literal tidal wave after that. Yeah. Like after he has after he is done doing a since Letter Kenny is on, a toe curling howl yeah. into his microphone. Yeah. The guitars then follow at the same, if not louder level. Yeah. Good lord. Oh, it's like it's like Good okay, that lord. Is, might be the best drive by truck just pure moment of just like oh it, that's I what will, the whole band was made for this moment. I, I, I am curious what you think about this. I don't know. I can't reconcile now, now. <laughs> and part of this this hasn't come up but there's before, but like like Mike, like they don't do Zip City a lot. Carrie, this is yeah. this is Carrie's. Well, we've oh, seen, yeah. and Carrie was probably complaining about not seeing Zip City because mm-hmm. it is a perfect song. It is. I also understand why Mike Cooley doesn't want to sing it. Mm-hmm. It's about a fifteen-year-old kid. He's seventeen in yeah. this story. Yeah. But he's also now. How old is he now? Gonna, is he going to be sixty? He's. I think they are in their sixties. Okay, so he doesn't. He might be late fifties, but I know Patterson's in his sixties. Okay, so if he doesn't want to sing a. Expli- and, ex- and I mean the 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 lyrics yeah, the, are not explicit, but we're talking about well, I mean, part of them yeah. are. Like he, if he doesn't want to sing it, I understand that it, it makes Carrie crazy. Yeah. So whether that has age well or not, it's probably up for debate. And but Mike Cooley is very clear on his part of this. Yeah. It's not up for debate. He doesn't like it, mm-hmm. or he's uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Fine. A Do man. it yourself is interesting yeah. because Do it yourself obviously is about suicide. Mm-hmm. And this person who's going through it, but this is a confrontation, right? This is a just go ahead and do it then. Yeah. And at the time, that would make sense, especially like, and they are they're they're the drive by truckers amongst, uh, I think a lot of the bands that I like or a lot of bands that are out there in the world that are singing from their point of view, their unique point of view, and their unique point of view is is hard edged. There's no question about that. Yeah. So this idea of go ahead and do it then mm-hmm. would make sense. But we know now, almost unanimously, not, you know, there's obviously holdouts, that that is destructive behavior. Yeah. Right? Like, if there is somebody who is who is having suicidal thoughts and you are still consistently blaming them and their, their ability to deal with their stuff, mm-hmm. which is putting them in that place. Yeah. Is gonna is is dark to the point of destruction, and it's so that song is a little troublesome to me yeah. now. I don't I don't know what I don't know I don't know if you've ever thought about that or put any thought into that, but like I love that song. Oh yes, <laughs> I still love that song, yeah. but also it is a little uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I I feel, I feel very fortunate to not live in that world like that they're kind of describing, mm-hmm. but also a lot of people do. And that absolutely, even somebody who has no experience with this, I know that if somebody's like, hey, I'm thinking about hurting myself, I'd be like, well, you should get a job. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you should do something that would give you some self-worth. Yeah. Or, like, any of these things. Like, like if you got your stuff together, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that that is... Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway... Uh, it's not a song they play live either, so I don't know if they, I don't know, yep. I don't know what they think about that, but it's definitely something that's crossed my mind at some point. Um, I wanted to, oh, I can do this. Um, God, I got about six minutes or so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want the. Uh, 
Um, oh, you were talking about seeing bands after their heyday. Like, being in their heyday is tricky. Yeah. I saw, and I, I think I've shared this with you before, but maybe maybe I haven't. I saw um, the Avett Brothers at Skipper's Smokehouse in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> And Skipper's is a little outdoor venue that is a restaurant. You can go there. They, it's, they've got a smoker. Yeah. Like, they, they do that stuff. And so we were in Bradenton. I was living in Bradenton. I was kind of the um, uh, I was the guy who, like, found stuff for us to do. And I tried to take a job pretty seriously because there was five or six of us. I was the oldest of the group by about five or six years. The other guys were kind of in their mid or late 20s. Yeah. And, uh, um like we were trying to just find something to do on that weekend, and I looked up Skipper's Smokehouse, and there was three bands. One was like a a blues a bluesy guitar player lady, uh, she was good. There was three ladies who were like uh, folky kind of ethereal no, angel yeah. nature types, and that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the Avett Brothers, and I had never heard of the Avett Brothers. I yeah. had no idea what it was, but they gave a little description on it. Like this sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And so we went up there, and we saw them at this place with – I'm telling you, I swear this is true. It couldn't have been more than 150 people. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm standing – I am I mean, for your sake, the TV is where they are on the stage. And I'm yeah. right here, and it's just the two brothers and the bass player. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you <laughs> – and it was outdoor in Tampa. They were drenched with sweat. <laughs> it was – as cl- as somebody who's never been to a punk rock show, I, mm-hmm. I am not ashamed to say this. In fact, I'm proud of it. Uh, <laughs> it was as close to what I think a punk rock show is with a banjo, an acoustic guitar, and a stand-up bass. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, and I was immediately hooked. And this was and this was not even their first go around, right? They had uh, a, a Carolina Jubilee, I think, uh, and then this was the Robinsonville Robbinsville mm-hmm. sessions. Okay. So they were, I think, either their second or third album into it. There's nobody there. They were just busting their ass and trying to get something to happen. And then the Avet Brothers <laughs> happened. Yeah. And so I was with them for that record, for the next one, which was um, Emotionalism. Mm-hmm. And then the next one I was kind of with them, that one was, that one, that's the one that had, um, um, Kick drum heart and uh, and oh, a, I love kick drum heart. But it had that is that record those yeah. three. And I'm not even saying those were the big ones, but that was absolutely as they were building up, and then they just are massive. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of backed away from them now because yeah. they, when they're at least from the if you're with them from the start and you building or through their heyday, you don't know what you're gonna have. Right. And. Maybe that's okay if you're a fan. Like, knowing what you have is not great art, I guess. I, I, I'm kind of thinking about this as I'm talking about it, I guess. But also, the Avid Brothers are fundamentally different mm-hmm. performers. Yeah. I don't know what they are people-wise, but performers, they're fundamentally different. And I do not enjoy their music in the way that I used to enjoy that absolute punk rock energy yeah. that I know Warner Brothers doesn't want to sell. And yeah. I know whoever whoever their record label is yeah. or whatever the case think- may be. Because uh, you went and saw Isbell, what, like a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of talked about that in text about, like, the cool factor about yeah. certain groups. And it's like, yeah. I think we talked about whenever we both went and saw, like, John Moreland opened for Isbell, yeah. at, like, what, five, six, seven years ago, something like that now. Yeah. And both of us talked about Moreland was better than Isbell. <laughs> yeah. Because Isbell has, like, that 
professional glean to yeah. all of his sound now. Yeah, he's That's polished. Like, yeah, it's polished, and it's like, yeah. mm, I kind of want to see him as a chubby little coked-up kid. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of a mess. It's kind yeah, of it's a kind disaster. Of a mess. It's like, you know, but it was like, man, there's something there. Like now, it's like he, yeah, he found that something, and he made Southeastern, which Jesus Christ, the, right? The first like five songs with that, I'm like, forget it. Yeah, it's the first. It's, <laughs> yeah. What is there? Is there eleven songs on there? It's I think the first so. eleven. As yeah, far the first as eleven concerned. are perfect. Yeah. But it's like I think it's like all the way up to like flying over water. And it's like you can't touch. Are you like, kidding? Hardly yeah. anybody can touch these yeah. five songs in general. Yeah. And he put five of them on the first half of this record. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I've, I mean, like. We were talking about it earlier, right? Yeah. Like the bands that we like, you get thread the needle, right? Like yeah. You want them to do, want them to be well and do well, and yeah. you're like, I want them to be a disaster. Yeah, but I kind of just want to be my like, music. like how <laughs> yeah. many? Yeah, right. Like yeah. how many? Like how many? But how many of the bands that you know mm-hmm. can be well? And I'm talking about that in the most general terms. They're happy. Yeah. They're probably sober. Yeah. They're uh they, they don't they're not worried about where their next paycheck is coming from. Yeah. All these things. How many of the bands that you like and know have been able to reach that status mm-hmm. and st- Still produce, I'm talking about put out records, write songs, and perform at the level they were before when they were hungry. That is, it's, and we can sit here and name a, a handful. A couple, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, probably American Aquarium is like the first one that pops my head because BJ is so fiercely independent. Mm-hmm. And he talked about Florida Georgia Line opening way back, like 2008. And he's like, they sucked then, they sucked now. <laughs> <laughs> He does not give a shit, and it's wonderful. He doesn't give. He didn't give a shit then. Still doesn't give a shit now. Right. He will talk shit about anybody. Right. This thing now is taking on venues who take merch cuts. Sure. Yeah. So he always posts. This is why we have to. Charge. Oh wait, take merch cuts. Is that yeah. a thing now? Yeah, that's what. But oh, I guess the they've worst. always kind of done that. Oh, have like, they? Yeah. Oh, now they're pushing back finally. I didn't know these. Yeah, know he they was did. like a big part. He's like pushing. And he's like, oh, uh, they're taking twenty percent of our merch. That's why our price has been marked up by twenty percent. <laughs> like just basically. Really? Yeah. And then he always puts like, oh, this venue's not gonna take a merch cut, and he go. Oh. He has the coasters now. It's like, fuck uh, merch cuts or something like that. Really? Yeah, so he really went into it. And then also, I talked to you about like how the whole band quit on him. Like, yeah. Just back. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're done. Oh, that, start a yeah, new so there's a, there's a fierce yeah. uh, uh, um, kind of uh, d- d- determination yeah. to keep, to make that move. Like, that takes a lot with with, uh, with the, the history of that particular band. Yeah. Like, if you don't have... If you're a typical person, not just a rock star, if you're yeah. a typical person, that band just just disappears. And yeah. maybe that guy is doing something that else was, entirely. I can't remember if I told you. I know Burn, Flick, or Die was like 2012, 2013. Isabel helped produce it. Um, that was their farewell. It was like, we're going to make this record. Oh, you had told me that. Yeah, yep, and that's we're, right. we're going to do the tour, yep. and we'll be done. And then that record hits. And they're like, oh, shit. Now we can actually make a living off this and I have to drive in a shitty van everywhere. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, uh, when I talk about hate, it, like, like watching the truckers, which is always kind of like, got to see them twice now. I'm probably gonna go next month when they're up here. Um, I think we got, I think we have them coming up. I can't yeah. remember when. Oh no. You know what? Carrie wants to go down and see him in Asheville. I'll let you know if we plan on doing that and see if we can't coordinate. Yeah. Cause they're playing, um, cat's cradle i think and yeah i mean she and she she's for some reason she is on board now <laughs> she's also said if she doesn't hear zip city she is going to march straight onto that bus and <laughs> demand to hear it but uh <laughs> but she wants to go anyway go ahead yeah, um no like the kind of the heyday things like even though like watch him like one patterson 60 and he will still get in the face of the fucking crowd like he'll yeah. take the mic especially when he does like let there be rock yeah and or not let uh shit is it let 
Yeah, let there. Let there be rock when yeah. he really rips. Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes and he's like, like, uh, <clears throat> like this. I'm not sorry about a motherfucking thing I've ever done in my entire motherfucking <laughs> life. He rips the microphone off and he gets right in the crowd's face to scream that at him. I'm like, he's like 62. Well, the funny he's thing still, is, he still brings it, but I'm like, I'll listen to uh, live at Plan Nine, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the 2006 live yeah. up. I have that here, and they'll play "Shut Up" and get on the plane on there, and fucking Cooley just comes in as hard as possible vocally. Really, and it's like he doesn't quite have that anymore because you know he is almost sixty. Yeah, so it's like kind and of has, see him I mean, at that moment because I think you described it to me one time as like getting to see him the three of them, yeah, like Isabel Cooley. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you had Patterson here, you had Cooley here, yep. smoking cigarettes the entire show. <laughs> Cooley right there. Yeah. Patterson right there, yeah. Cooley right there, smoking cigarettes the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. Passing I'm... around a bottle of Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just to see that. Jason Isbell over there. Yeah. The, the, the cigarette would just hang out of Mike Cooley's mouth. Yeah. Just like, doing you were just John, waiting for Doing the John Bashir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where he picked yeah. that move up That's from. probably where he, that's right. <laughs> Who? Cooley picked it up from Bashir, probably. Yeah, that's I, where he picked I'd, it up I'd from. say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, probably yeah. true. Yeah. I gotta tell you, and I think I had described that before. Like um, the fir- I'll, I'll tell you the first time. How, how, tell, tell me, do, can you tell how we're doing on? I, I'm, I actually have a vested interest in how we're doing on time. Two hours twenty three minutes. So, by the way, this has been like a, a, a breeze of two. Oh, yeah. hours. I, now, I'm sure the people, the one person, and I won't listen to this. But the one person who will listen to this, it will not be a breeze. I'm sure it'll be a, a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah. But um, this has been a breeze, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that. The first time we saw, the first time I saw Drive By Truckers, it was it was the, it was the three were in the band. Mm-hmm. Again, I was in Bloomington, um, uh, and uh, they did the thing. They played "Marry Me." There's two parts of the story. Oh, God, they played "Marry Me," and like, the part where it's like da 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 right, like that part. They uh, they lined up at the front of the stage, like. In like over the monitors in front of and they like the three of them and just ha- held their guitars out just wah, 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 wah. like it was a pretty cool effect yeah. Aww, right yeah um and it was a tiny place a place called the Bluebird in Bloomington Indiana a place that I love uh, mm. love 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 Still there? love yes absolutely nice. um uh and it, again a tiny as you can well imagine a tiny little place it was um you know in in Bloomington we have the um. Uh, you know, the auditorium on campus, there's a theater uh, in town, and then there's the club, which mm. is the Bluebird is the club. So you can imagine the size of the place. Yeah. So anyway, the drive-by turkey's there with all three of the guitars. And it's too much. It's too <laughs> much sound for that little place. Yeah. And the, the great thing is, I'm, so I'm there. I'm there with the, the, the woman who I'm dating at the time, uh, Sarah. And she is, um, she is... She's never met anybody she can't talk to. Mm-hmm. So just kind of bear in mind. So the heartless bastards open for the yeah. drive-by truckers. And so Erica, and what's, her last name is Wen, Wen, Wengstrom, Wen, Wenestrom. I think it's Wenestrom or whatever yeah. it is. However you pronounce it. She's tiny. She's tiny. You can't tell. If you listen to a heartless bastards record, yeah. you can't tell she's tiny because she sounds like... By the playing of her guitar and the timber of her voice, you would think she's six five, and <laughs> and and just she would club you to death with her guitar. Yeah, she's tiny, and so they they opened up 
and the the so they got done playing, and the bluebird's great because they've got this this kind of dedicated area, this small dedicated area to 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 the, the performance, and then you kind of walk through a very small hallway to a very small bar bar area. Well, when Erica got done, she just went and sat at the bar, and nobody went to talk to her. Like nobody knew who this yeah. person was. Yeah. Well, Sarah goes and talks to her because why not? She had fun at the show. Yeah. So she went up and goes talks to her, and she comes back. She goes. You know the woman who just got done singing? I'm like, not really, but sure. She goes, I just, she's cool as hell. Like, she, she, like we just sat and talked at the bar and uh, whatever. I'm like, it, by the way, I've been dating Sarah for like a month, maybe yeah. two at that point. Like, I barely knew her. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> really? Fine. <laughs> so uh, the drive-by truckers get on with all of their guitars yeah. and everything, and the room can't hold it. It sounds like hell. Yeah. It sounds terrible. To which I am for it. I could not. I, I'm just so happy. What we were talking about earlier, like it was on, it was already teetering on disaster at the sound check. Yeah. So Sarah looks at me and goes, uh, Does that sound right to you? <laughs> I, go, I, I think my first response was something like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Does it sound like, does it sound right to you? And yeah. Shock goes, Uh, Oh, it sounds like distorted and weird. I'm like, it's just a sound check. Like, whatever. Yeah. And, she, and like, it's no big deal. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. And I, I, she, and <laughs> she didn't respond to me. But again, like, it was quiet enough to where I could hear her. And so she's just kind of sitting in her chair, kind of looking forward. And she's like, I think I'm going to talk to the sound guy. <laughs> and so I heard her say it. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. Don't go talk to the sound guy. Like we, like we come here. Like this is the place we come. They, Dwayne. It's by the way, it's the Bluebird. So it's Dwayne and the sound guy. We yeah. all know who he is. Yeah. Like, don't go talk to. <laughs> don't go talk to the sound guy. And she's like, I don't. I don't this doesn't sound right. I'm like okay. So the drive by truckers get on and they just start wailing away. Yeah. And it's a delightful mess. Yeah. And it and I'm loving it. And by the way, everybody's loving it. Shock's loving it. It's Sarah Shock is her name. Shock's loving it. But she keeps saying, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, there's no punchline to this story other than she got so fed up, she went to go talk to Dwayne. And she's like, hey. And this is the part that I add parenthetically. Hey, I know I just bought a ticket and you're a professional, but... Yeah. I wanted to let you know that it doesn't sound right. Like it seems like it's distorted. Like you yeah. can't really hear the vocals. And Dwayne yeah. looks at her like, "Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah." Like take a look at them. Like yeah. look how many amps they brought in. Yeah. Look at the size of this place. We can't. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Like it just is what it is. And she's like, "Can you?" And she asked him at a drive-by truckers show, "Can you turn it down?" <laughs> <laughs> like and when when she and she actually as the show was going on she didn't tell I, I found out about this part after yeah. when she told me after I'm like I was horrified obviously yeah. like yeah. you told Dwayne at the drive by trucker show you asked him to turn it down are you crazy <laughs> we're never gonna be allowed in there again what are yeah. you talking about but anyway that was the first time we ever saw the drive the first time I ever saw the drive by truckers um, and it was it was truly that was one of the magical nights because it yeah. was just a hot mess, and the heartless bastards were there, which that's what kicked ass. Um, I want to say the 
first time I saw Frank Turner, it was me and my buddy Chris, who Chris the Cat. Uh, we went to watch. Is it Cat or is it Chris the Cat? I just call him Chris the Cat. Okay. No. I just want to make Chris sure. Chris Cat. Cat Man. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, we were going to go see the drop uh, kick Murphy's. And we were getting up here, and I knew Frank was playing the basement right across from whatever it's called anymore, Promo West or whatever it used to be called down in the Arena District up here. The, um... I always forget what it's called. I know called. what you're talking about. They always change it. But the basement's, like, right beside it. And Frank oh, was yeah, gonna, yeah. Frank's going to play the basement. It's not Frank on a solo tour. It's Frank with the whole band. Yes, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, and they said, like, I remember, because I had never been to the basement at that point. Because I'm, like, like, I'm, like, 21, 22. And, like, I remember watching Dave House at the basement. I'm like, like, that's all I could think about during that whole show. I'm like, how the fuck did they think Frank was going to play this room? Because they ended up moving Frank to... Oh, did they? Yeah, they moved him over to them, had him open. Because I think uh, one of the bands with uh, the Murphys ended up having to... Uh, I think, like, their singer was sick or something like that. So, like, that, like, oh, well, it opens up. They moved Frank over. And, like, it was uh, fucking wonderful. But I was like... Because that's me. I'm like, I wanted to go to the Frank Turner show. Uh, Chris wanted to go to the Dropkick Murphy show. I'd already seen Dropkick Murphy. So I'm like, yeah. okay, cool, whatever. I'm like, yeah, we'll just go Dropkick That Murphy sounds show. like an easy decision, by the way. Yeah. I, I was never a Dropkick Murphy's guy. What See, was I, it? I was there in my like, late teens. Like, I still Oh, early, them. early on. Yeah, so like yeah. in my late teens, early 20s, I fucking loved them. Yeah. And like, I still like a lot of the old songs I go back to, which I was more punkish and all that stuff. So like, you know, I liked a lot of punk stuff. It was... Also, politically, we lined up in a lot of things. So yeah. it's like, kind of just got into it. And then, like, I've seen them probably four or five times. I mean, I drove, I think I told you the, the Lucero story, the Lucero girl story, where I told a girl that was obviously very into me that I don't dance. And it's like, went back to watching Lucero play music. You instead. told me that. It's a good story. That <laughs> yeah. is a good story. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. But yeah, we went up there to watch them and the Dropkick Murphys. And, uh, yeah, so I drove through that and we drove through hell to get there. But, uh, we go up there and they move Frank over. And I'm like, that's all I could think of in the basement. I'm like, how in the fuck did they think yeah. Frank's entire band was gonna play the basement? Yeah. Like, there's barely enough st- like on stage for Dave and his brother, like by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have amps. They don't have the drums. Nigel plays, which he's no longer in the band, which makes me sad because he was a great drummer. All the people in Frank's band, the Sleeping Souls, are very underappreciated of how good they really are. I think as players, I think that's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. I think they're very underappreciated. I think they, they added such a, as much as I love like Love Iron Song, which is my favorite Frank record in general. They added such a layer to him when he does uh, England Keep My Bones. Yeah. So like they added such a layer to him, like that makes all the songs before it so much better by adding these guys to him. Yeah. Which is kind of like what I talk about when I talk about 1372 from Lucero. Like, that's when Rick's there. That's when they start bringing the horns in much more consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, that makes Tears Don't Matter much such a better song. Yeah. Once the horns are there. Well, I didn't like it when it first happened, but I grew, I absolutely grew into it and understood, yeah. like, it's, you're 100% right. It yeah, it's like, it like, when Tears Don't Matter much, like, they have the live, I think, live in Atlanta. There's, like, yeah. two breakdowns. One where Rick's doing the piano, yeah. and it's great, then they break down the horns. I'm like, this makes this song so fucking great. Yeah. And then Corey Brandon's got an evil streak. <laughs> that's a good line. <laughs> yeah. I just I just realized something. I, I there, you didn't. It wasn't something that you said, um, just now. But it just it just got into my mind. Uh, I, I I I referenced Spotify earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and I I and, and kind of as as a almost as a pejorative. But then I realized that this is where you publish. <laughs> well, I publish. Is there is there a, is there? A, I mean, if you need to, just uh, like block out. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to edit that, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, um, edit it hey, as man, you need I to. Will, 
I would totally bite the hand that feeds. I, no problem. I, 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 you're sitting there talking. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I listened to this podcast on Spotify, <laughs> and I said that thing, and I should not. I, I probably well, should. I, I could probably take uh, the RSS feed, RSS feed out. So it won't publish to Spotify for this yeah, episode. What, what, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is uh, that's where almost everybody listens to Spotify. Well, then you have There's to keep it. one episode. I have no idea why it did not post to Spotify. It posted everywhere else, but it did not post to Spotify. Really? And that's the worst show I've got numbers-wise. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, I even, it, but like, it is... Even when I post them, I can't. For some reason, it's not on Spotify. I'm trying to figure it out, but yeah. like, just nope. Nobody listens to it. Well, if you need to put in, if you need to, if you need to edit uh, any of those parts <laughs> out, the, uh, um, I don't think you probably do numbers enough to where it matters. But if you need to edit it out, I promise I won't come back and be like, "You censored me," or whatever, <laughs> First Amendment, or yeah. whatever, uh, whatever stupid thing yeah. uh, that would come with that. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know why it dawned on me. Like, oh, yeah. oh my god, that's like the weird, necessary evil of like listening to music today is like spotify that's why i try my best to always get records i agreed and i i do the same records or shows or yeah always trying to find that way to support turned into a merch guy now but now that you i found out that are taking a piece of it that sucks too (laughs) i did not know that was uh that was the case yeah well how did we do how did we do time-wise well, just in general. I think we've done a pretty good job. We did, we did, we did pretty good, right? Two hours, 35 minutes. What is it, 2.35? Yep. And, oh, I remember. Casey was 2.39. I, I was trying to hold on to an anecdote or two. I was <laughs> going to tell a joke, but I really can't tell it. I just learned it recently. I cannot tell it. Yeah. Uh, but it's really funny. Can I, I wonder if I can vamp about not telling it for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think if I can think of anything. That I can't believe the way that you do the podcasts. Uh, that they because like, because we've been sitting here talking, like, something will come into my head and then like it will leave. Like, now that part of that is my poor old brain is turning to mush and I'm Mm -hmm. becoming older, but also like you've talked a little, you mentioned about you know writing a a few things down now. Mm -hmm. I I can absolutely tell that you have in the past have had ideas and have not had them written down. You've just kind of allowed yourself to go. This this past episode, there's sometimes where I write stuff down and I think I just write it down. I'll remember what I was thinking about. And there's sometimes I write them down. I'm like, the hell is this? (laughs) And this week it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. I had no idea why I wrote Jennifer Love Hewitt down. I could not think of why. So I was just like, I don't. I, that's all I kept talking about. I'm like, I don't know why Jennifer Love Hewitt is in my notebook. Like, I don't remember watching a movie with her, but I, for some reason, she's there. <laughs> I do not think anybody ever needs a reason to write down Jennifer Love yeah. Hewitt's that's, name. That's what I end up bringing. I end up like, uh, I mean, she still work. I, mean, I don't remember the last time I does. saw her. In, I don't know what in, she any, does. I don't guess I don't watch anything anymore. Yeah, but but uh, that's why I said she was the. I said, like, I made a Helen Troy reference. Like, you know, Helen Troy face love, launched a thousand ships. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt was the face that ruined a thousand relationships in the <laughs> late 90s. <laughs> and, like, it also made, like, schlubs like me think they could get a Jennifer Love Hewitt type. Because, Why not? Like, because you think that, like, Jennifer, like, Can't Hardly Wait or all oh, these yeah. movies she was yeah, in. It's like, all these that. nerdy guys get the prom queen yeah. in the end. It's like, nah. You typically don't. You typically no. end up even out. No. <laughs> it's the guy. It's the guy who can figure out how to make that guitar talk. Yeah. No, right? At least if we've learned anything from any of the songs that we listen to obsessively <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh yeah. 
And the guy gets his guitar and learns every rose has its thorn. Or Wonderwall. 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 Yeah. You know, I, I understood. Every rose has its thorn. Poison sucks. <laughs> it does. Poison is only good as nostalgia. And mm-hmm. that, and not and so by definition, that means only a certain number of people enjoy it. Yeah. And they enjoy it as nostalgia. Like, you can't look at it and say objectively that's good. Like I think CC Deville, you can objectively say that guy could really play yeah, guitar. He could play guitar, yeah. But like, there's a lot of other parts where you're like, okay, that's just that's hack, yeah, garbage. Um, well, you've listened. Did you listen to the entire Casey episode? Because I know it was a yeah. long haul. Yeah, yeah. Like where I talked about poison and oh yeah, you guys yeah. did talk about poison. Yeah, we that's talked right. About poison. Where I said like basically it's three guys who understand what they're what they are, and then Brett Michaels who thinks they're the fucking Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. a pretty good line. Yeah. I hope you didn't. Did 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 you, did you make that one up? That's a good I line. Thought, I talked. I probably came up with that like ten years I ago. I love that line. Like that's listening a good to line. him, especially like uh, it talked dirty to. I think it's talked dirty to me, right? Where he's like, when he says, "CC, pick up that guitar yeah. and talk to." Me. <laughs> Shut up. He probably thought that was the coolest thing yeah. ever. And then she's playing like, oh, yeah, look what I did, guys. But it's unfair. They suck. Yeah. Poison sucks. Mm-hmm. And Oasis does not suck. That, yeah, that's like the thing that drives me up the wall. They do not. They're yeah. like, they're they're good, but they get lumped into that type yeah. of thing now. They got and quite frankly, like, yeah. It's like that one song got overplayed and made everybody think of that band that way. Sure. The, the crazy thing is, is there's probably four songs that could for other songs that could have been overplayed that are equally as good if not better. Yeah. Uh, but now they get lumped into this nostalgia crowd because as soon as they hear the thing that they want to hear, yeah. right? Then that's they immediately go to, "Oh, I I love this song." Mm-hmm. Like when people immediately when they hear something that's familiar and they go, "I love this song." Yeah. That the the I think the question should be asked, "Do you or is it truly just nostalgia?" Like I love, uh, I've grown to love other songs that I haven't heard a billion times. I I mean, no matter how much I don't like Every Rose Has Its Thorn, Mm -hmm. I've heard it more times than Zip City. I have. (laughs) Yeah. I can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, (laughs) because of familiarity, when I hear the... (sighs) (laughs) When I hear... (laughs) When I hear that, it immediately... It's too bad that everybody has to wait for two hours and forty minutes yeah. for that one, well, that could, one thing to hit. I could make it my clip. The clip I put is like, hey, listen. If I, if I would have been able to hold it longer, you could probably do it. Yeah. But the reality is, like, when you hear that, it immediately catches your ears, and your first instinct is to go, "Oh, sweet, cool song." Yeah. And it's not a cool yeah. song. You just recognize it yeah. better than anything oh. else. I mean, I recognize it so much that I know that it's the breath, not the acoustic guitar. Yeah. It's the breath first. And that's not hard to know. Yeah. But also, it has nothing to do with anything on that song. Well, it's, he's got something to say. He's got something to get off his chest. And he's got to take a deep breath because it's so emotional yeah. for him to get Hepatitis. He's got hepatitis yeah. to get off his chest. <laughs> Me and Aaron used to Actually, make... that's not true. Didn't he get sick at one point? He... Was it hepatitis? I think he has diabetes. He was the hep- oh, diabetes. Yeah. I think Who was the hepatitis guy? Was it Tommy? Did Tommy Lee get hepatitis? Was it? Was he pro- it oh, I have to say, Tommy Lee. Somebody got had hepatitis. Somebody's got to have something. And I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I am uncomfortable with my knowledge 
of hepatitis. I don't know really what it is or what mm-hmm. it does or even how you get it. It just seems like you've been hanging out in a toilet <laughs> to get hepatitis, no yeah. matter no matter what. Yeah. So I mean, it's not it's not funny, but also when you hear that Brett Michaels has hepatitis, you're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, me and Aaron used to talk about the breath of Every Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Did you? Like, yeah, we used to talk about like, we every time like we would talk about it. That's what I would we just would crack up just like yeah. get the whole idea of him thinking this is like some i'm, I'm going to just really lay it out there for yeah. you guys this really surface say level something. about it. Yeah. yeah this is my heart this is my insides yeah this is as deep as i can go and it's not at all <laughs> it's very surface level Every if it was, if it was a, a scratch it wouldn't even draw blood <laughs> That is harsh. Yeah. That is harsh. Eh, I don't know. I watched Rock of Love, so I, I think I've earned the right to shit on him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, oh, I think we did it. We did. Did we do it? Yep. Uh, that's good. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for coming up. It Karaoke was my pleasure. Chris. Yeah, this was fun. Like I said, it breezes by. Every single time I do this, like... It was a, it was totally a breeze. Again, I know yeah. that I know we've been sitting here for a while. Yeah. But it was an absolute breeze. I want I would like to put a request in for if we get back to three songs or we get serious about playing music, I would like to be a guest. Uh, I would like to be a guest on any of that uh, any of that stuff. Can you tell I don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know how podcast lingo goes, but I would like to uh, I would like to throw my hat in the ring. We've talked about a ton of music today, but mm-hmm. we have also not talked about dozens and dozens and dozens of other records quite frankly the number of records that i have listened to and put in the love category since you've moved away from portsmouth Mm -hmm. is nearly uncountable and i don't think we talked about hardly any of those so so, eventually we got to get to work on that yeah that's what everybody i've had on is always i always say welcome to come back at any point like so if you just want to say hey can i do a podcast what time are you available tomorrow (laughs) oh no you got the other thing i got the other yeah so as long as i'm available that day you can Can i be andy richter yeah you just <laughs> you should start you should start getting the guests in and not Andy Richter so much but just like uh, I think was it David Letterman who or no Conan O'Brien who used to just move the guests down yeah or like <laughs> I think the old time hosts used to do that where you just move the guests down and they hung out yeah so I'll just be here for uh, yeah. is it Cat tomorrow who is no tomorrow? it's uh, Nick Nick Baxter everybody listen to the Nick Baxter episode yeah. episode be, number so your episode will come out Thursday and then his will be out. Next Thursday. The next Thursday. Yeah. You can skip this Thursday. No, <laughs> play it play it in the background so we can get numbers, right? Yeah. That's what we want. And then listen to Nick because it seems like he's got something to say. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Wait, who is Nick? Nick was my manager at Bear Burger. Oh, okay. This will be like the first time I've had somebody who is not attached to me from Portsmouth actually on the show. Is that right? Yeah, so I'll this is the first. Yeah, so like, you know, like obviously Lauren is Lauren, LL Cool K, the killer from Lucas Villa, Midnight Keller. <laughs> I'm so happy that I got to have him on the show. Yeah. But he was my guinea pig for the guests. So, like, you know, I didn't know how this was all going to go. Or we'll get like five minutes in. They're like, oh, fuck, we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> now, what are we going to yeah. do? <laughs> it ended up being smooth. And then I brought Jake on. That ended up being pretty simple, even though there was like a five minute bathroom break. Like, I, I in was, the middle of the I episode. I was about to ask for a bathroom break. Yeah, I, so I've, I'm, I'm, I'm at that point, through. too. And then uh, Devin was fun. Obviously, knew her from the pub. Casey was great. Casey's probably my favorite episode because of how. One, I hadn't talked to Casey forever. So yep. I'm like, how is this going to go? We haven't seen each other. Yep. Are we going to pick things up? And then also where everything kept going. It was like, yep. it was natural. It was fun. And then Dan. Dan was great. 
So that was that was brewery days. So yeah, this has been fun. So Nick tomorrow is the first time I've never had or had, doesn't have any attachments to Portsmouth though. He's been to the river, so maybe I'm. I he's been to the river. Yeah, he's been to the river. That's good enough. Yeah, and the brewery, I guess. But whatever. Why the hell are we talk about? Let's get out of here. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening, understanding the fun stuff. Uh, Karaoke Chris will be live at the pub. When's the next time? You dirty rat. <laughs> keep forgetting to ask the guests to plug whatever they're third, doing. Third, I don't know. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Third Friday of every single month, except for the months that I'm not there, which are only announced when Corey reminds me to tell him that I'm not going to be there. So we will be there. What is the – oh, the only – no, actually, that's not true. The only month is, uh, is, is March because it's St. Patrick's Day. So okay. we will be there – wait. What is today? No, I think I've got... I think it's not this coming week? Friday, but next Friday. Yeah, it should be next Friday. Okay, what next Friday, next make Friday. sure you're at Port City for karaoke. I won't be there. I will not be there. But maybe I will be one of these days. That's what I got to, like, when I just go should down. should be there. Ooh, you know what? My dad's going to be in town. Ooh. It might be a good one. He used to sing a bunch work. of Dr. Hook when uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. I bet you I can get him to sing. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Yep. It's going to be a good one. Not this Friday, but next. I don't know what day. I think it's 21st. Yep, should be. Anyway, that's right. so there's my plug. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Um, and then, once again, if you want to be a guest on the show, want to answer questions or ask questions, whatever, I gave the email out forever ago. I fucking I haven't checked it. So there's probably questions <laughs> sitting in there that I haven't answered yet. <laughs> but, yeah. That, Welcome to be, life. <laughs> <laughs> I will be back Sunday with uh, hopefully more Lost updates. Hopefully some life updates, all the fun shit. You guys all know what this show's about. Nothing. Anyways, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you once again, Chris. I'll see you around. Oh. That's good. That's easy. <laughs>